Blog Talk Radio. Joe Perry and Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. I'm the one that jaded you. 
A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. And welcome to a Friday night edition of What's Brewing. I am your host, Sam Bone or Sam Beasy, whatever you want to call me. Welcome to another program on a Friday night. It has been a while. We're going to take a quick break. If you're listening, just hang in there with us, waiting for a couple guests to come in. I just didn't want to leave everyone hanging, just trying to get a couple of administrative things done here. Let me play this just for about a minute or so. Um, just to keep this going, and I will cut right back in. Just stay with us. I don't have to answer a question. I'll, I answer it the way I said. And, and from day one, I said, we'll, we will make the announcement of a starting quarterback when we think it's the appropriate time. Not when you, not when this person or this person or this person. Now, maybe that person, but that's about it. Well, you can't even say that you have a chance. I can say anything I want. That's the beauty of this country. I answer the question. I can answer it 100 times. Here, I'll stand backwards and answer the question. I'm going sideways. At the appropriate time, we'll make that the, the announcement when I think it's the appropriate time. Yes, Brian. I understand. It was just a bad game. All right, let's go. I'm next because you don't have a clue what it takes to win. Let's go. Let's I'm unhappy with these seniors. That's what I'm unhappy with. It has nothing to do with X's and O's. We got it. We got the worst group of seniors right now that I've ever been associated with. Their mentality's all. We are here. Welcome. And I apologize. I was talking to myself for five minutes. I am not in mid-season form, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I had the mute button on, and we are back on a Friday night. So let's start this from the top again. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, 563-999-3488. Give us a call. I am at No Goal Podcast. Only one wonderful follower, and he may be joining us later. I am back on the Twitter machine. We could talk Super Bowl. We could talk NBA. We could talk NHL. We'll talk about their Corona issues. We'll talk Major League Baseball, uh, NFL news, anything you really want to. It's a Friday free-for-all. This is why we call it that. So, again, we give you straight talk here. Like I said, you don't have to be straight to listen to our show. We welcome everybody in our show. We don't identify. You are a person. You are a fan. That's what you want. That's what you get. 563-999-3488. Get as many of you know, we haven't had shows in quite a while. Um, And as many of you know, I am a Bills fan, Buffalo Bills fan. As you know, we've gone through the season with us here on a Friday night. And it has been a while since we've checked in after the Bills had a big run, 13-3, made the conference championship. And a lot of people will say, what's worse, losing a Super Bowl or losing a conference championship? Now, I think nationally – Long-term, Super Bowl is obviously a more, quote, painful loss for a fan. But I got to tell you, as just being a fan of the team privately, losing a championship game to me is actually worse. Because at least if you get to the Super Bowl, you're in. You can't go any further, right? What happened Sunday night, it's over Monday. That's it. Win or lose. 
There's nowhere else you can go. But just to put a bow on what happened in the AFC Championship, not sitting here saying the Bills deserve to be there because they don't, because Kansas City was the better team, as they proved it. You know, Kansas City's red zone offense was tremendous. Buffalo's red zone offense was poor. And as we go into Super Bowl talk coming up, that's going to be a very similar theme coming up this Sunday. And that's where the Bills fail miserably. And I think that's where Tampa Bay has to excel. You have to slow Kansas City downfield. But we'll get into that later. We're not going to go over that. NHL will talk Corona. To play or not to play? Should they start thinking about taking a long pause here? I think they'll get through it. You know, the media tends to overplay things, and it tends to look worse than it really is. I'm sure the NHL planned for several teams maybe being out at the same time. So hopefully the worst is behind them, and they'll get back to normal here. Some teams back in action tonight. I think the Kings may still think they're on their own Corona uh, protocol tonight. I think they are losing 4 nothing. Boston won over Philly tonight, 2-1. to one. We'll get into that a little bit later. We'll go over the NHL in general. Major League Baseball, we'll talk about the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are now the new New York Yankees of this era. It's amazing how nobody really likes to point that out or complain and whine and moan like people did about the Yankees all those years. Isn't that amazing? The double standard. It's incredible. But anyway, I'll leave it at that. So, you know, cherry picking is alive and well, ladies and gentlemen, and it doesn't ever seem to stop. We first welcome our first guest, and then we have two guests. George Brew, welcome to the show. Hey, you, you got it wrong. It's now five nothing. Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, which one of your team? You have so many teams. You got to give me a list, George. I can't keep up. Vegas and Boston. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, Devils, I, it, where, it, who you're now trashing nah, on? You're now I trashing could. the Devils. No, you know what? I almost called you out on that on that message. By the way, I was about to rip you, but I said, you know what? I'm going to be nice. Because now, see, you, the with the my is, friend. Is like, all right. So the thing with the Devils is, is I grew up a Devils fan. Yeah. Because I grew up a Devils fan. Like, they were the, you know, I mean, shit, I could see the fucking building from my house in Jersey yeah. City. My, yeah. like, the thing I, that happened with the Devils is the same thing that happened with the Yankees for me. Was, they is that a cool fact? What's that? None of these teams do, George. That's the bottom line. I mean, the thing no, no, is, no, but I'm saying, but like I'm, th- but like here's the thing, though, Brian. I'm not a, like I'm a fan of the laundry to a point. I'm more of a fan of players, and like okay. the way All that right. the if whole thing, like that. John McClain, okay. like like I was a kid, right? The, the mm. Giants cut Phil Sims. I didn't understand it. I was 11. I said, "Fuck them." I became a Patriots fan. I still have a whole like. There's still a spot for the for the Giants, right? Okay. Well, your wife also likes the Giants too, and that's I'm sure that plays yeah. a factor into it as well. And my dad's a Giants season ticket holder, so like that's understandable. Like, yeah, I, I get that part. I, I get is, the soft spot. Yeah, I get and like the it. soft I mean, spot for the Devils now is my wife's a Devils fan. Yes. But like I've. I'm more of a fan in the NHL of players and like styles of play. I, I, okay. All right. Well, thanks for clarifying. Cause I, yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, listen, I want to bring in our third call. Our third, ladies and gentlemen, this man needs no introduction. He, he is definitely a fan of laundry, diehard fan of the Rangers, lives, breathes, eats, and sleeps. And I know how much he loves 
David Quinn stare. Derek Felix, you're on the line. Hi, Cos. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was the David Quinn square and hello. Stare the hello. David the David Quinn uh what is that, Derek? The David Quinn blank stare that you enjoy so much? Uh you know what? My dad can't stand the sight of him anymore, so I just decided to make the David Quinn that David Quinn stare by avatar on Twitter because I just mm-hmm. thought it was perfect. Yeah, guys, thanks for sticking with me, George. I did the first eight minutes of the show on mute. No, so that was that was great. Sitting here talking to myself too, for eight minutes. Don't feel too bad. I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a little so bit out of, out of form. Like I'm literally sitting uh, here and I'm like, oh shit, it's almost the, it's almost the time. And then I'm like, I'm watching the Knights, and I go, huh, they scored again. Okay, cool, let me call it. You know what? Yeah, the Kings, the Kings will <laughs> be they there. Scored, they're, they're when they call. scored 56, when they scored the first one, like, left a minute in, I was like, oh, my God. And then they scored, like, these other two goals, and I was just like, this is really pathetic. <laughs> and I put it back my on, wife thought she was and they're celebrating the a fourth like- goal. And then they score another goal after I put it back on. I'm just like, you know what, this is just ridiculous. God almighty. Holy crap. Well, and mind you, this is a team last year that they lost three or four games to by three-plus goals. Well, I mean, last year the Canadians like, you know, lost every game to the Red Wings. There's something that, you know, this guy was a great player for a while, right? And kudos to him. You know, he's a very popular king. He's one of their cornerstone guys. But Jonathan Quick is done. It's it's over, folks. Yeah. It's it's the guy. You know, it's been over. He's an all-time yeah. king. His numbers should be retired. It's been by over. Today. You know what I mean? It's his fall from oh, grace is a lot. Over. His fall I've from never, grace is a lot sharper than than Lundqvist. You know what I mean? Like Lundqvist still I've, had it for I'll a while in less than a couple years. I've never <sighs> seen a fall from grace and a fall from being great as fast. Yeah, yeah, because Quick was a big time goalie, folks. And you know, wait a second. I know it's very easy to talk about his fall from grace, but um, they kind of paid Drew Dowdy like a lot of money, and Drew Dowdy is like right there. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, when the other guys are in, they're not that bad. Like he is. Uh, I mean, his goals against going into tonight was three five four with eight eight five. It's going to be even worse. Yeah, I I watched. Look, I saw. I saw most of these goals. I saw both of these goals, and he did not have any chance on any of them. So, yeah. especially especially goals two and three, those were just horrible defense. I mean, listen, oh the Kings. I don't know about the fourth goal. Yeah, but Derek, here's the thing though with that though, like Stone's goal, you got to save that puck. You He's think just, so? That was kind of a fluky oh, one. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know what? It wasn't like did he just miss it? But you got. He's just. You know, I, I'd agree with you if it was like, oh, fuck, who was I watching? It was like the, the the Robin Leonard game last week against fucking St. Louis. There's just things oh. you have to make. You know, like a puck knuckles. Okay, but you know what? When you're not square to the shooter, who gives it? Like, if you're not square to a shooter, it doesn't fucking matter how great the defense is in front of you. Pucks mm-hmm. are still going to find the back of the net. Yeah, and and in his case, 
in the, the the four he gave up, he wasn't square to anybody. Where like Flower is <laughs> square to everybody, it seems like. Yep. Yep. I think it makes Absolutely. a big difference when you when you when you look only plays on a on a better team because. Well, yeah, I mean, when listen, they, when listen, it, listen, guys. When it, yeah, I mean, I just want to say they got put to luck list, and it's just like the Kings all of a sudden oh, started no, giving no, up no. the bad goals. The Kings are clearly you know. in transition. The Kings are clear. Listen, mm-hmm. they have an how many cups? Mar- I mean, how many cups you did have, they win? They won two, right? Two, two, two. two. Right, yeah. yes, they won two. You know what? Yeah, you said, they have. You it, said something it, they, before. Yeah. About luck list, George. And like, what did I say about him? great. You said that his decline wasn't as bad as Quicks, and you're right about no. that. No, but, never. But it was. But no, I, you know what? Hank, I'll tell you this about uh, Hank's if you decline. Asked, Hank's decline if you started asked him, a lot longer. Uh, Hank's decline started years before anybody realized the decline started. Well, Hank's also a couple years older than Quick too. I mean, Quick is only thirty-five. Quick, quick, yeah, right, and I feel like Quick's so been really like, downhill for two years. I mean, really, uh, my wife uh, more than two years. Said like, yeah, my wife legitimately said to me like after he gave up, I think the third one. She's like, he's still playing. I was like, yeah, he was kind of fucking young when they started this whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, I he really was. Like, like you think about it, like yeah. there was a kid I went to high school with who was a freshman when I was a senior who transferred to Avon after his second year, he was on the team with Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Kings, he listen, the Kings are really, I mean, they're in a major evil, but they have an absolute embarrassment of great young players coming out through the system. I mean, you have, you know, Turcotte, you have Kalef, you have Gabriel Veraldi, you have Quinton Byfield. You well, have Ferraldi's this defensive name, Tobias Bjornfoot. Filardi plays they, on their roster. Yeah, but they're the other guys are going to play. Yeah. They're, oh, they're yeah, absolutely. You know, so they're, you know, and you still have your, your old guards like Carter and Kopitar and Dustin Brown. And Carter's actually off to a semi good start this year. Yeah, and you know what? Kopitar's still good. Kopitar's, and you know what? So is Dowdy. Dowdy's not that bad. I mean, his contract is bad. That's the problem. Dowdy is terrible defensively. Oh, God. But, Brian, but here's the thing, though, with, with LA. Carlson's bad. But, but no, but he, nobody's there. Nobody's there. No, no, no. Nobody's Actually, there is a guy that's <laughs> yeah. that bad. Trevor Bauer. Um, no. We'll get to that later. Quinn Hughes. <laughs> Quinn Hughes oh, is man. pretty bad defensively. Oh, oh, oh that's going to come out the best. Dude. <laughs> The, you know what the Met Met fan today should be thanking their lucky stars that didn't sign a three oh, yeah, a number the, three star. The Mets, the Mets, for the Mets bit dollars. a bullet. The Mets bit a bullet tonight. <laughs> they did. Uh and they were used. They were used. They were playing. Yep. Evan Roberts Evan Roberts called and he said they were gonna be used. I I yep. never got the sense you know that Bauer really wanted Bauer's not a guy that really wanted to come Here. to New York. He wanted to go home. You know what, Derek they, you know what? I was driving Bauer home. is such a polarizing guy. Ah, oh, it would have never fit. It wouldn't have worked. Here's the thing, Derek. The I was listening to um, Schmooze the other night driving home. And it was right after the Mickey Calloway stuff came out. And he says, if the Mets just sit there and say, you know, hey, <laughs> with what we've gone through this offseason, we don't want this. 
We understand, yeah. you know, he is what he is. He's a, he's an above average major league pitcher, but with the off season we've had, we can't touch him. I think most people would say yes. He's like, but the problem is the Mets are going to come out, and you know what the Mets are going to say? He he we. We want to oh, go by the way, Eric Code 404, forward. please call back in. I just saw you oh, on the board. Nice. I was going to let you in. And yeah, so hopefully he calls back in. So I thought it was Nas, but I I, I just yeah. saw it, and I said, okay, let me let him in, and then it dropped. So Nas, if you're listening, please call back in. I will definitely let you in. My eyes are on the board. Go ahead. But like, but, but, like, all right, so take away from that thing, which we're going to talk about later. But, like, the thing with L.A., at some point, when do you move Kopitar? When do you move Brown? When do you move Carter? Well, when, well, you know, you know when the do you thing, move that? Well, the thing about you know, think about unmovable. moving. The thing about yeah, they're unmovable. I mean, they're not the most unmovable contracts in NHL because one stands alone. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, there is one contract right now in the NHL, and there's only one that stands by itself. Derek Felix, he needs no introduction. He is playing at a frenetic rate this year with passion, fire, with a grand total of one point on the fourth line. Ladies and gentlemen, for seven <laughs> seasons at $9 million per, Jeff <laughs> Skinner. <laughs> I was going to say Taylor. <laughs> at all 13 minutes and 16 seconds that he averages each Phenomenal night. <laughs> job by Ralph Kruger. Ralph Kruger is should be the president and they need a coach. And you know what? Wait by the way, George, guess who Saber fans Ralph are clamoring Kruger. You for? You like Ralph Kruger. No, I like <laughs> Ralph Kruger a lot. I want I want you to understand something, though. You know what Saber fans are clamoring for, George? And I think this will be a great move. You move Ralph Kruger up to president and you bring in Gallant. You know what? Happen. I've – okay, so I – Learn some things about the end of the Galant thing in Vegas. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know who's touching him anytime soon. I, you know what, though? I think Ralph Kruger is so yeah. respected by this team. Jack loves him. The yeah. players love him, but that doesn't mean he's a good. You know, I just would like to see him become the president. I think he'd be great in that role. And then I want, I want a different kind of coach. So they have. Two things working in their favor, not just one. And you have a good GM in Adam, so they got they would have a good front office. I here's, just want to see thing, though, with, make this move. Here, here's the thing with Gallant, though. This team, like legit, I, I could say this is presently constituted because they only turned over six players last year, from last year's roster to now. Like this, this and Derek, and, and, and I know like. They keep saying this in the national media, and, and it's like everybody grabs onto it, so don't take offense to this. But that's why I said it's a fucking tired narrative because they hate Vegas because, God forbid, they're better than the fucking, I don't know, Toronto Maple Leafs. They've only, they only turned over six players from last year's squad. Everybody they should went be to the Western Conference Be right back. I just want to watch on the color. Everybody should be better than right. the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, oh, they gonna... should be. But what I'm saying is, it's like so. Vegas turns over six guys, and granted, mm-hmm. one of them's a fan favorite in Nate Schmidt. I look. If the cap goes up, Nate Schmidt's still there. Nobody fucking says a word, right? Like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Flowers not a problem. But look, let's let's say this: we're all intelligent people here. Alex Petrangelo or Nate Schmidt? Who the fuck do you want? 
Oh, I, I mean, listen, Peter Angelo is I, – I, I was really surprised that he left St. Louis. I, I was very, very surprised. I, I wasn't. Well, you just don't see captains that, like that in their prime really leave that often. But the thing just, is, like – but here's the thing, though, with that whole move. Every, he, there's been feelers between him and Vegas for like two seasons now. Yeah, but even if I just, I'm just surprised. All I'm saying on the surface, okay, a guy oh, yeah. that St. Louis is a really good organization. They have a really, really strong team. That's going to be really good for the. It just surprised. Like usually those kind of moves, you you could say, okay, maybe the team like when Eric Carlson left Ottawa, right? Yeah. They they were rebuilding. Well, like it just I surprised agree. me that a guy on a team as elite as St. Louis is just left. I, it, it, that's again, just from the outside is really Florida, especially since he's captain that you just, it's rare. Like if Eichel left them, yeah, you know, they're bad. They're terrible. They so that makes sense. But St. Louis didn't even make them. St. Louis wasn't even in the ballpark on the offer. Well, they went outside my group pretty quick too, which kind of, that was it. You know, the, I guess they just, he just wanted to move on. You know, maybe they knew it. They couldn't trade him. Yeah. You know, because they could have won the Stanley Cup in the bubble. I mean, going into the bubble, they were one of the big favorites to win it all. And they just laid an yeah. egg. Right? So, you know, you couldn't send your captain away at that point. So, yeah, maybe they just said, okay, you know, Alice, you've been great for us. We know you're leaving, but we're going to, you know. It's just going to happen. It was just kind of – so I don't yeah. think there really was any effort because maybe he just made it known. I just want to go. Um, just want something new. You know, and, and the thing is, too, it's like I think – I like everything I've heard from him, and, you know, you never know how to take what these guys say, but everything you've heard about him since he left St. Louis and went to Vegas, it's kind of like – you know, I kind of – didn't feel like they wanted me there. Yeah, maybe there was something, you know, maybe St. Louis had a, yeah. you know, somebody, you know, maybe. You know, I remember a lot of these guys, and, and, it's their first real taste of free agency, and they want to feel wanted. Yeah. They want to feel, you, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, maybe St. Louis had other ideas, like, I, and the reasons that we you know, don't know. You know, and here's the thing. And, and the other thing is, St. Louis has a lot of young talent that they have to yes, sign. Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. Because you want to. You know, and Petrangelo's, what, late 20s, early 30s? About 30. So at some point, I think he might be. Yeah. But, like, at some point, like, and, and look, Tory Cruz no spring chicken. Like, you really start looking like. He's 29. The Bru- yeah. Like, yeah, like, you start looking like this Bruins, like, the core of the Bruins. Marcy's in his mid, early, early, almost mid-30s. Fergie's in his mid-30s. Tuchel's in his mid-30s. Like, this team has been good for fucking 12 years now. Yeah, but you know, it's funny. I'm looking at St. Louis's cap. Like, okay, they have Toy Krug and Justin Falk on the books for each 6.5 till 2027. You know, maybe Peter Angelo to stay in St. Louis was going to take nine. And they figured, okay, instead of signing him for nine, we could have two for 12, right? Yeah. Uh, again, I don't. It might burn yeah, like, out at some point, like, but to me, I, I, to me, honestly, at the end of the day, 
it was either Krug or Petrangelo going to Vegas. I, I, honestly, I, it was either one. It was either guy going there, because you yeah. know what? The Bruins fucked that up when they didn't resign Krug. When they kept jerking him around and jerking him around and jerking him around, and all he kept saying was, "I want to be here. I 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 want to be here." And they kept jerking him around and extending Anders Bjork. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. All right. Well, fuck you. Like, had that conversation. Like, started having that conversation two years with people, two years ago with people. Why yeah. not extend them? Eh, we don't think he's going to leave. Oh. Well, you better do it because when some, you know, somebody puts big tits in your face, you leave for the big tits. If your chick yep. has double A cups, <laughs> I mean. Yep. Oh, man. Well, Ducks have a 3 1 lead. That's a that's amazing that they even scored three goals. Uh, Brian, I don't think. That... Excuse me. Six nothing, Vegas. Mark Stone was second in the game. On the power. Mark Stone scored again. Yeah. On the power play, they have two power play goals. Cody Glass scored. Yeah. William Carlson scored. Marcia Saul, Stone, and Haig. Haig has three points tonight. Haig has a 2.9. Carlson just got an assist on that goal. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if any other teams are doing this. I know Vegas does. This is why. They're doing, like, the in-arena experience for home games online. So, like, you could legit on YouTube watch everything that goes on inside the arena, like, in between periods, stoppages of play and shit. It's nice. Well, you and know, we're, now, about, ten, we're about 10 games in, so we are – it's almost like we got 46 games left in the season. So we're almost at the halfway point of the hockey season is the best way to look at it. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of looking around. I mean, I always think there's a couple teams that – I got to say, I was dead wrong about the Bruins. I thought this might be the year that they take, you know, what maybe was thinking – again, I still think they were going to be a good team. But first of all, didn't expect David Pasternak to come back and look like a man on possessed right away, yeah. right? And just did not expect them to be one and two to come out of the gate. Just was really surprised by that. That's one of my first impressions coming out so far. I I, I kind of look at like the first couple games as no no Z no Krug no pasta. <laughs> I mean. The only person who has a right wing that doesn't know how to work with them other than Joe Biden is David Krejci. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> never, never, I, I never heard Brian. of him. Never heard of him. Don't even know who you're talking about. Who, Krejci? No. I won't oh, acknowledge, you know, anything about this country in that respect anymore. We'll never vote. We'll never okay. – if I could not pay taxes, okay. I would do it. But yeah. – I gotta do what I gotta do. But anyway, that's a that's a story for another day. All right, so it's five, back to five nothing. They call goaltender interference on the. Ah, uh, 
I would say the most – I'm going to say this. I think the best – and I don't want to be misunderstood here, okay? My first yeah. impression, the best put-together team I've seen so far this season doesn't mean they're the best, doesn't mean <laughs> – is the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. I just love the way that they put that, that team together. They got three strong lines. I mean, the Foley signing was huge. I mean, Suzuki I love. You know, they they just – they have two really good goalies. Defense is solid. Petrie's one of the most underrated guys in the league, as Derek and I both know. We talk about him all the time, right, Derek? You know, Montreal's just, you know, Josh Anderson was a great move. He's got seven goals already. I mean, Toronto's out quietly 8-2-1 as well. Nobody's really paying. You know, if I didn't realize they were doing so good. And all of a sudden, like, wait, wait a minute. That's going to be a really good division. I mean, Winnipeg's another team with the with the move of Pierre Luc Dubois. That that team's very solid with their three lines. I mean, their three lines are, are smoking good. That's going to be a fun playoff yeah. right out out there in the north. It really is. And then you got Edmonton if they ever figured out or Vancouver. So you got those. You know, you Vancouver. got those four teams right yeah, here's there. Here's the problem with Edmonton. Edmonton. Edmonton right now still is in the playoffs. For right. now, my the thing with them is is. Do they, they? I mean, they look terrible against Ottawa. It's just that you know, obviously, in the end, talent wins. But I mean, they can't stop the fuck to save their lives. Yeah, but Vancouver takes it to another level, as Derek knows. That's why, like, like I, you know, like people are making like a huge deal <laughs> of, mm-hmm. um, like, oh. How can Vegas trade Nate Schmidt in division? They know that they're not good. Well, Vegas like, can't be cheated them- because there's only so many teams that could take on that contract. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that not like there's 15, 20 teams. But see, like, this is where teams are stupid. Like, Nate Schmidt on the New Jersey Devils gives you an automatic person who legitimately is a personality that the fans will fucking love. They, they trade for Malcolm Subban or P.K. Subban. Mm-hmm. Well. Like, at, at some point, you have to make a hockey move and say, fuck, we can't bring in, in shit. Like, the fact that Damon Severson is still on the Devils, it's fucking retarded to me. He's gone. Severson? He's, what's wrong with Severson? He's gone. Give him a no, he's time. garbage in a no, Brian. He look, he's garbage where he plays. It's the same thing, and my big problem with Nico Heischer, he's garbage in the role he plays. He's not a top six forward. I don't care what anybody says. He's not a top six forward. If he was, I was saying this the other day and the show at Angel. If he turns out to be three quarters of the player John Madden was, the fucking Devils have hit a home run. No, he's well overpaid, but he's yes. not a top six, seven million dollar a year guy. Fuck, Mark Stone's an eight million dollar a year guy. Well, I he's told you that. I always captain. felt I always felt Nico Heischer would be the poor man's Chris Drury, where his contract will never live up to. Yeah. 
that number, and, but and, and I think you know what I mean. That's like, my problem. But they find him. They paid him before he even hit that Chris Drury level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Chris Drury was great with the Sabers back at oh four oh five oh six, and then he got paid, right? But mm-hmm. Nico Heaston already gets paid Drury money before he even did Drury things. Was yep. my problem. Hey, we have a caller, ladies and gentlemen, from North Carolina. Oh yes, no more Florida. There we are. Who's Derek? I don't know, but Dan is with us. Derek drops. Dan calls in. It's amazing. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. How are you? I miss you. You're missy, Dan. We do miss you. Quite a bit. Aww. The weird. Do we have to like restart the text chain because like your number changed? Um, probably. I think we're gonna have to. Yeah. But yeah. Like, right, that's my problem with New Jersey. Like the fact that they're they're so they extend him, but don't extend Kyle Palmieri. Is retar- Is stupid. Well, because they picked Nico Hester number one overall, so they're going to try to justify that they took him number one overall when they should have taken Elias Pedersen, <laughs> who even at the time... Or anybody I, else. Uh, Nolan Patrick. Uh, but see, but... No. But that's the other thing with that, though. <laughs> like, yeah. I, and I said this the other night, too. When you start looking at this, and the only thing you do is go by central scouting and don't go out and do your own scouting, you make bad choices. I mean, let's not forget, they were able to get Taylor Hall for Adam Larson because Peter Chiarelli had a fucking hard-on for him. That that was a great trade. It was a tremendous tremendous trade, but that was only because you had a guy who had a hard-on for somebody. Yeah, I got to tell you, just you know, um, by the way, talk about Taylor Hall. Out of the league. Taylor Hall's actually been really good with Sabres. He's just not. He, he's yeah, so close to he's playing goals. for his next contract. Well, but you know he's what else I think he's good, though? He's playing no, for a But I'm going to say this though. I'm going to say this about Taylor Hall as well. I think this actually could be a good fit for him because he doesn't have to be the head honcho. It's Jack Eichel's the big dog. He doesn't have to worry about that. He could just kind of play his game and do his thing. And I think that yeah. probably would be better for him. I, I actually do. I think he should stay with the Sabres. I really do. But whether he does or not, we'll we'll see how they do over the next 25, 30 games. Mm-hmm. Which remains to be seen. See, I look at him and I, and I, and I really look at this as, as the problem that comes down with him. When he's happy and motivated, he's tremendous. When he's unhappy, he becomes very unmotivated, and there isn't enough chemo on the planet to get that cancer out of your locker. So you're saying the Sabres better off just flipping him for first if they have to, and then just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because which they may anyway. It all depends gonna... how. Because you don't know when the Sabres luck, he's going to catch such fire. They're going to sign him to this massive deal. You know it's going to happen, right? <clears throat> That's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. I mean, I'm glad they signed him for one year. I like that. That yeah. was fine. But let's let let's think about this though, Bry. 
I know we're gonna bore Dan to death talking about hockey. No, Dan, Dan's uh, Dan's all over hockey no. now. He's 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 moving and grooving on the on the puck, right, Dan? Whoa. Um, I mean, right. Brian, fantasy league with Brian, so yeah. That's right. Dan's doing very well. By the way. Now let's just think about this. Here's a guy who was the number one overall pick. Was a consensus number one overall pick. He's now playing on his what? Fourth team? Number True. one overall pick. Don't play for four teams. Not usually. This doesn't happen. Oh. No, they well, don't. If they're good. They usually play for <laughs> one team. Maybe two. Yeah, they usually play for one team. There's a reason why he's been on four teams. Yeah. I think part of it, um, part of it, let me ask you this, though, with the Devils. If the Devils would have maintained their play after his MVP year, you think he may have stayed in New Jersey? No. No, because he was hell-bent on getting a huge payday. But let's say the Devils were playing really well, and so was he, and they gave him that payday. Oh, I don't think the Devils are ever giving him the payday. See, here's the thing, though. If you really look at the Devils' situation, mm-hmm. the Devils were not were, – the Devils weren't going to extend him for – a multitude of reasons, one of which is guys do not want to play in New Jersey. Especially since the new building. Oh, especially since they haven't been very good either, which is still the number one thing. But, but Brian, but here's what I'm saying. Like, even when they were good, like, I, I've had this conversation with Danny um, about, you know, New Jersey. And a lot of it started with Lou. But mm-hmm. he said the biggest problem is was with them moving the practice rink to Newark. Mm-hmm. Right? Guys stopped living in West Orange because we both know two ladies a fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, it's a terrible road. Right, and the back roads to get to <laughs> the back roads to get to Newark aren't exactly driving through uh, Bel Air. Yeah, it's more driving through South Central. So if guys were living in Livingston, South Central's a wonderful still place this time of year. I'm sure it is. Right, but like even when they played, even when they were out in like West Orange, okay, the practice rink was at least in West Orange. You know when they were in the when the in the old building. Oh, I remember. Right, and they could just and they could just hop on the parkway and shoot straight down the parkway, or you know after mm-hmm. you know their morning skates were. Yeah, it was much easier. Like, so like going downtown Newark's a pain in the dick. And then to live anywhere where where it's not as big of a pain in the dick is super fucking expensive. Yeah, that's just a, you know, New Hoboken, just a, five, yeah, but New you know Jersey what, though, reminds the same me thing of is true for New York. 
No, the same thing yeah. is true for New York, and guys can't wait to play for the Rangers or Rams. Right? Why don't guys want to play for the, New Jersey, for the Devils? Because it's a fucking ghetto. They play in the ghetto. Yeah, I just, I don't like where they play either. And, well, it's like this. Okay, people like can they, say, well, you know, well, yeah, but players like playing, you know, they're second fiddle. The Ducks are second fiddle here, but players like playing for the Ducks. There's a difference. Anaheim is not yeah. Club Med, but <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Like, Anaheim and the Devils have always reminded me of each other a lot, by the way. <clears throat> Tickets are kind of cheap to get. Yeah, they don't always sell out, but, yeah. you know, Anaheim doesn't play in a flat-out ghetto like the Devils do. Yeah, and, and, and you know, here's the other thing, too. Like, like I, can they, can the guys go out for dinner after a game? Near the arena, it was it was Anaheim. easier at the old arena. It was easy. Oh yeah. Oh geez. Yes, Anaheim. Absolutely. Yes, there are plenty okay. of places. They can't to go. do that with the, they can't do that with the Prudential Center. Yeah, they can hang out with Mickey Mouse too, right, Dan? That's right. Honda <laughs> <laughs> Centers were conveniently located to Disneyland, so they can also do that. I know. <laughs> yep. Last year, if I, if I had done what I was going to do last year with going to both places, yep, that, that well, was the plan. Disneyland okay, we'll make it happen one of these years. The we'll make yeah, it happen one of these years. Yep, we shall. But 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 honestly, bro, that's why nobody wants to play for the Devils. Shannon Kirk got, took three million dollars less to play for the Rangers. Yeah, well, Sabres have some similar issues, you know. Not quite as strong you know, as the Devils, I, but they got their own issues too. All they I will do is bring the Taylor back, and everybody will want to come to the Devils. Yes, they even then they didn't want to play for the Devils. <laughs> but but even that though, like. But here's the thing too. Like I think, I think if the Sabers, I think the Sabers are going to get a huge bump out of the Bills becoming good again. I agree with you on that. Yes, because, because the, now I, I've said this guys a million times. Bills Mafia. Yeah, I, I said this a million times. It's you know it's amazing you said that right. So. Last weekend, I went to Huntington Beach. Dan knows Huntington Beach well, right? So, I, you know, oh, yeah. wife and I took a walk on the beach, and I had my, you know, Bill's jacket. It was actually, you know, by California standards, it was pretty cold, right? Winds whipping 30 miles an hour off the beach. It's 50 degrees. And I was wearing my Bill's jacket, and I'm going around. Everybody's saying, hey, Bill's Mafia, man, yeah. What's up? Go Buffalo. I never – nobody ever said anything about my coat before, right? And I'm yeah. thinking, like, wow, like that – you know, and I'm talking like just people that you wouldn't expect to make that comment. You know what I mean? Like, and and it just resonated with me. It's like, wow, like that's a good thing for this team. I mean, they hit gold this year. You know what I mean? Granted, they didn't make the Super Bowl, but there is in places like Buffalo when you're winning, there is it is one of the greatest experiences. Like that, they're all in, man. There is no in between. Like, and if you make it big in that kind of place. I'm sure it's the same in Green Bay and 
you know, places like that. You know what I mean? They're a little bit smaller and have Ain't nobody want to play in Green Bay. Like, like, let's call this yeah. Space. But if you like, nobody yeah, want to play in Green Bay. But if the, if this Bills team wins the Super Bowl, right? If they somehow do it, right? I, every single member of that team can basically do whatever they want in that city for the rest of their life. Because yeah, even now, the guys like that are on the Super Bowl teams, yeah, the Super Bowl teams back in the nineties. Even if you're, you know, just an average guy like Butch Roll, who was like a backup tight end who scored nine touchdowns in the Super Bowl era, he's still popular up there. You know what I mean? Like it's just, you know, it's just a smaller. You're just more. You know, it's like Deion Dawkins said in his blog. You know, you're an offensive lineman in L.A. Nobody really knows you when you go to a, a Wegmans or something. But you're an offensive lineman in Buffalo. Oh yeah, they all know you. You know, and it's it's kind of cool. Like, is it the greatest place for a 25 year old with money? No, right? I mean, wouldn't you rather yeah, play in Miami? It is the greatest oh, place sh- for a 25 year old with money. I'm actually going to save it. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, in a it way, is. it's probably. It really is. It's, you know, but I'm just saying, if you're, you know, if you're a 25 year old kid, you want that nightlife, that Miami. You know what I'm saying? Los Angeles, Miami, New York. Like, you know, Buffalo doesn't have those things to offer. I mean, you could go to Toronto though if you really want to do it, right? But right now yeah. you can't. But you know, when the border opens, well, it's Toronto, only an hour. Canada is supposedly shutting down for two more years. Is that right? They're they're supposedly shutting shit down until at least 2022. Oh, jeez, my wife's not gonna be happy about that. She wants to go visit her brother, and she can't. <laughs> we want to go to Canada, but I guess that ain't gonna happen. I got a thing from um, the Disney Cruise Line through, um, like, because we're Vacation Club members. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that Canada is not open up, so there won't be any Canada cruises, no Alaska cruises. Wait a minute. I thought, you know, Angry Orange Man was out. I figured everything was good. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it time. Just, just, just give it time. They, um, they need a little more time to justify them randomly just opening things back up. Did you see what Drew Brees did tonight? No. Did he cut? Saints have renegotiated Drew Brees' contract. He's making the league minimum opens up twenty four million dollars in cap space next year for them. Good, there's still ninety. There's still seventy five million dollars under the cap. Still a nice gesture, regardless. Does that help him if he retires? I don't know. Well, I mean, we just we just heard it. I mean, we just heard it. No, that doesn't really. It doesn't really help them. Also, fuck the Saints, but that's neither here nor there. Um, they're yeah, gonna I... have to make they're gonna have to make a plethora of uh, moves just to get under the cap. So they're in the world of hurt. And oh, all I'm saying is that about time. So, all right, so I was listening to WIP today. <laughs> and, um, Did you lose a bet? No, Did you no, lose yeah, a bet? They were listening to WIP? No, you know what? Because the whole thing with Wentz was starting to break. 
And um, one of the hosts was saying that the holdup on moving him is they have to get a deal renegotiated with him so that Philly gets some salary cap relief. Will you guys laugh really, really hard if the Bears get Carson Wentz? I, I, I don't know. I will. No. Then no, have, won't they have Wentz and Foles again? Something the Bears would do. Don't, would they have Wentz and Foles then? Oh, my God. That's <laughs> no. hysterical. No. no. That's the Hold part on. that I'm talking about. Honey, do you Wait, realize is, is that if the, Bears, if the Bears trade he, for Carson Wentz, the quarterback room is Nick Foles and Carson Wentz? It, yeah, Dan, Dan, is Foles signed next Foles. year? Yeah. Yes, I heard but that. I have but but I'll tell you what they will do. What's and that? Man? This is this is what will happen if Wentz signs there, then the next second Foles is cut. Then Foles uh, okay. will sign back with Philadelphia. They're not going to pay the kind of that kind of money for two quarterbacks. They're just not. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they will they will they will cut Foles if they get Wentz. And then Pulse will go back where he should have been the whole time and where it's the only place that he's ever been anything worth a damn at, which is Philadelphia. I'll tell you, Dan, did you you see that article I linked the other day and I was laughing so hard that a a guy in in Buffalo is pushing hard for the Bills to get Mitch Stravinsky as a backup quarterback? I'd be okay with that. (laughs) I know, but it's just funny. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but, uh, it, it, it's, I don't it's get the hatred for Nick Trubisky. I do. It's not. It's, it's not. No. It's not a horrible move. No, um, no. I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I just find it because of the whole Derek angle. I find it very funny. That's. Oh, hey, hey. I'm oh, sorry. Four yeah. four. Nas, you're on the line. Welcome back. Yeah, man. Uh, Sorry I'll about take before. The disrespect of not being invited. I won't take it personally. Uh, oh, but no, this no. Is a, well, this is oh, This was an impromptu you quick thing. You, you're so. good, man. I'm just messing with you. You're good, man. Yeah. <laughs> How have you been? How have you been? Oh, uh, uh, you know how it goes, man. Everything is cool, man. No, Mitch Trubisky should take that personally because he can get another <laughs> gig as either a starter or a possible starter somewhere else. Why the yeah. hell would he go to Buffalo to be the backup? Like, I'll tell you, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of good backup quarterbacks in the league. I think there's gonna. It feels like there's so like I'm not saying there's a lot of great quarterbacks in the league, but there's a lot of those like fringe starter. I'm talking like Marcus Mariota types that are just floating around the league. You know what I mean? That I think some of these teams like a like the Bills can really upgrade their second quarterback. Well, well you know. see, that's what I mean. I, I, I don't think these guys are second quarterbacks. Would you rather yeah. give up two firsts, a second, and whatever else it would take to get Watson, or a oh. fifth, or a fourth to get Trubisky or Mariota? To me, that's a simple well, thing. Like, get those guys. I would, the Watson you know, but though, crazy. how much, I tell you, if I'm the, if I'm the, if I'm the Texans, I'm hanging up the phone unless I'm getting three firsts. I, I, I'm not. I don't think the Texans want to trade him. I think they're asking oh, for too either. much in order for the deal never to be made. I think that's yeah. the point. Yeah. Guys like that just don't become available. It's like, George, like you talked about number one overall picks going on four teams, right? 
in hockey with Taylor Hall. Like, when do 25-year-old great you know, elite quarterbacks go on the market in the NFL? They just don't. <laughs> you know, so. You know, I, I love how Brett Favre's getting killed for what he said about uh, Sean Watson, and it's like, you know, he's well, got he a say? point. What did he you know, say? He told him to shut up and play. Uh, you, know, you know, in effect, he said, "Shut up and play." But you know what, Brian? But here's well, Brett Favre never shut up and played. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> was the thing. Houston, Houston is well, really, guys. Is it amazing that thirteen thing, months ago, guys, thirteen months ago, Houston had a seventeen-point lead in the divisional playoff at Kansas City thirteen months ago. Um, what I mean, have you ever seen a team like it's this team is just completely just collapsed around it? Well, Brian, all yeah, I want to say was this, all, all really uh, I really want to say with this far ordeal is all those years I told you, I told y'all so, I told y'all so, I told y'all so, I told y'all so. This guy wants is wants to hear himself talk. Um, he is the biggest egomaniac and he will insert himself into the conversation even when he's not involved in it because he thinks well, he's so important and such a big deal. And well, the Dan, thing is Dan, in, his, in his defense he was asked the question. Yeah, you know, like he's a member of the media now. So if you ask the question, then you got to give the answer. Well, well, then he can walk his ass on out of that question with his fucking <laughs> ra- uh, Wranglers on. <laughs> I know how Dan feels about reform, so that's why I'm laughing. I despise that man, and he's showing, he's showing every point. He's just showing you why. He's a piece of crap. Why he's the biggest hypocrite that there is in all of football. He, he, if Brett Favre would have been playing in this era where they're making money like they are now, Brett Favre would be asking for sixty million a year, and he would he would He'd be probably, worth every dime. Uh, he he'd waffle he'd waffle his ass on out. Well, you, you know, for all the great things that he did, they, they won a Super Bowl. So it's funny how his uh, career has um, went pretty similar to, like, Aaron Rodgers. It's very okay. similar. Isn't it amazing that those two only – I'm not going to say, oh, listen, my team has never won a Super Bowl. So, you know, but to say, you know, those two guys for his mount, Dave – I mean, Favre only went to two Super Bowls. Isn't that correct? Mm-hmm. And Favre's only yeah. been to one. Yeah, Roger's only been to one, yeah. Yeah, and, and so really it feels like, like Roger's been to five, but he's only been to one. You know, and here's Shocking. the thing, too. Like, you really, when you start to think about, like, the Green Bay Packers organization, the whole title town bullshit, you know, that they have. You know, oh, I kind of yeah. look at it. I know. But I could kind of look at it this way: like that's the re- that's what happens when you don't have an owner, when you don't have anybody to answer to. Well, what the fuck? Who cares? 
Like you've had two of the you've had two quarterbacks in the team picture, not in the fucking stadium. The team picture of greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. You've been to three Super Bowls. You've won two. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Eli fucking Manning won two. Hey, Jim Plunkett won two. I mean, Br- Brad Johnson yeah, see, had the Super Bowl. This, this All is right. the problem Some with two things as a stat. Like, QB wins is not a real stat. It's a terrible stat. Football is the ultimate team game. It takes a yes. lot to win a Super Bowl. So you can have Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers for their whole career, but if you don't draft well and you don't sign the right free agents, guess what? You ain't winning nothing. It, it doesn't matter. I, I agree. You have I agree. Quarterback in the league, which is why, I, I, as great as Deshaun Watson is, once you start talking about two and three first round picks, nobody is worth that. It, it doesn't matter. No player is as well, good as that kind of package. Which now, is so why let me ask you this though: is asking I do, for too much on purpose. I do think there's one team though that makes sense for, and I would say it's Ooh. Miami because Miami has a lot in place now already, and if they were able to trade two to, to keep down amount the picks they have to move. And maybe Houston would bite on Tua just as a guy that they can market and his contract will be good for a while. You know, mm. I think Miami, he comes right in there and they're instant. I mean, they're instantly with the Bills for the favorites of the division right away. Okay. Now let's take the other side of that position. Let's say they okay. don't make the trade. They keep mm-hmm. all of those picks that they have. Are they better for longer by keeping those picks? And we're assuming – some of them pan out into something. That's what I'm saying. Like, true. There's no way you can you can have the talent equivalent of that many draft picks with one player. It's just no way it works. Yeah. So, Dan, you were gonna so say? Are you, are, yeah. Are you are you saying that in this proposed idea with the Dolphins, are you saying that Miami gives up their picks, the the number one this year? And that's the only number ones that they have to give up? No, they'd have to give up both ones this year. That's what yeah. I just said. And, and here's the stupid thing. Okay. If you're the Dolphins, you're taking on $40 million in salary. And you're giving away your future that you control at very low prices. Listen, not well, everybody has a supermodel as a girlfriend where they can take less money. So, but the quarterbacks are going to get paid. That's that's no, the other thing too. Like, quarterbacks are going to get paid, but you got Tua on a rookie deal right now. He's not up for to get paid for another four years, and you have those picks. So, if you make the Watson trade, you're telling me that insert Watson, you're going to have a better outcome than having two of there, hope he develops. If not, you draft another guy yeah. because you got the draft capital to do it. Like, it just doesn't make sense, man. No, I mean, I, I see oh, your right. insights, and this is this is very good stuff because I, I, I totally – you definitely have given me something else to think about. I mean, I've always thought Miami like, why? was the place, but I don't want to see it happen because I'm a Bills fan, but at the same time, I, I get... Well, well perfect comparison. Uh, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets, they have three All-Stars right now, three yes, All-NBA future Hall of Famer guys. But they gave yes. up all of their depth to get it. So they're yes. giving up 150 points a night. 
So yep. I mean, like, I think the Sixers, I think the Sixers are a better put together team right now than the Nets are yeah. right now. Yeah, easily, easily. Because Embiid's playing like an MVP, and Ben Simmons doesn't have to score as much, and Tobias Harris, they have a great. I really like their roster a lot. So that, but I, I know what you're saying, though. I get it. Hey man, I mean, when you, you know, buy stock, these elite... do you buy one AAA stock and say, "Hey, I'm just going to put all my eggs in one basket," or do you diversify and say, "Hey, I'm going to take as many shots at the apple as I can"? Like that, this that's is true. Optimal thinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean. So, well, the thing is, with the elite quarterback, I think he's a good quarterback. I'm just saying. Oh, Deshaun Watson, I think he's asking too much on purpose. I mean, where's Deshaun Watson ranked right now in in the quarterback pecking order right now? I would say the next three or four years. He's top five. Would you think he's he's top top five right now? Top seven. So, yeah, that's the. I think the thing. The thing with the big money guys is, you got to be careful on how many of those guys get that money, right? Like, is Dak Prescott worth $40 million? I would say so. Yeah, so he's right in that top seven. But I think right after those guys is where it gets murky, right, is, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be careful when you pay guys like Jared Goff $35 million a year. That's where you get hurt. But if you have that top, if you have that top, top (laughs) quarterback, then I can get away with that. Yeah. Because what you hope for, guys think, like Watson think, is. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah. The year Jared Goff came out, we had a lot of guys who we all thought were good football players. And before the draft started, all of a sudden, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz shot up the board because everybody said, well, you have to take a quarterback, and a quarterback weighs more than all other positions. So, therefore, Carson Wentz and Jared Goff should go one-two. Yep. Years later, now we look back at it and you say, well, wait a minute. You probably should have just drafted the best actual player as opposed to, you know, grading quarterbacks on a curve and propping them up to the first and second picks of the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a real delicate thing, especially with the cap and, you know, everything. It's there's a lot of moving parts. Like I'm, I'm starting to think like, what are the Bills going to pay Josh Allen after this year? Oh, everything. Yeah. Now I don't. I <laughs> get the sense that he's the kind of guy that, again, I could be wrong. He loves Buffalo, right? And uh, but guys, if you're listening to the show, call back again. I think a couple of them got dropped, but so. Oh, okay. I think there's some weird well, stuff not, going. He's not taking a discount, man. He's not taking a discount. I, you know, I, I don't know if he'll market be, value. No, he'll get, but, but he'll get on, paid. Hold but, on, hold on, hold on. Here's, here's the other part. The media yeah. has created this scenario to where we assume that players should take a discount. When your general manager yeah. drafts a guy, at that moment, the clock is ticking on Damn, him back. being renewed for his option. <laughs> so you have mm-hmm. years in advance to prepare for this. So I'm, I'm not – no, I'm, I'm not yep. going to sit up here and feel sad for GMs who didn't prepare for a contract Welcome that they you. knew was coming. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, absolutely. I mean, I know uh, Brandon Bean's gonna is already sitting down with Allen this off season. I mean, I'm, they're, I'm sure they're going to try to hammer this out before the season starts. I'm no, no, but beyond Allen, the rest of your yeah. roster needs to be structured in a way because you know yes. that this option is yeah. coming up. 
Yep. So, so they got Matt Milano to think about. They got yeah. There's a lot of players they got to think about. Whether you're gonna this is big boy football, man. If if, if yes. you can't structure the cap in that way, then maybe you shouldn't be the guy running the cap for a team. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You got four years when you draft the guy to be prepared for the option if they're if mm-hmm. they become a superstar. Yep. You be prepared for that. Yep. Yep. So, Absolutely. That was the only bad part about this Allen explosion. I was like, darn it, they're gonna have to pay him a lot of money now. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was kind of oh, hoping yeah. it would wait till after they signed him to a contract, but you know, you know what I mean. But that's no, that's I just think, the way it goes. I, I think even with the, without the explosion this year, I think they were gonna do it anyway, because once you get a guy, you pay the guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They have to. It's, yeah. It's. It's a, it's a pure blessing for the Buffalo Bills that um, Josh Allen developed like he has developed, and um, you you pay to keep him that because um, and this and this is why the Houston Texans are asking for the farm is because when you get and and this is what I don't make sense for Houston um, if you have something like this. You don't let him go, and for situations like yeah. Miami, I actually don't think it makes a lot of sense for Miami because of stuff that has been stated, such as two is on a rookie contract, and they're building towards something, and they have the number three, and they have somewhere in the twenties or, yeah. or late tens. They have great picks. They're probably in position to get an elite offensive tackle to block for Tua, and most mm-hmm. and most quarter and most of these quarterbacks are extremely talented um, that come in, and their biggest fall is is no protection. So Miami's in a position to get him some protection, yep. to get him I some help. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're in a good financial situation. Uh, I don't. I don't think, it, despite what people said about Miami, 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 that this is going to happen. Now, yeah, the but they have a really good structure make... in place. I, I really like their coach. I like the GM. Yeah. They, they I like the the. You know what they're doing there is fantastic. I, and I hate it because I hate the Dolphins. But it's just you just got to call it like uh, you see it. So, honest, honestly, and and I, I don't. I don't mean Homer on this one, but there's there's a lot of things that make sense for Carolina going and making that move for Deshaun Watson. It, there's a lot of it, and it's and it's not every and not every one of these move things are because of football reasons. Um, Carolina has a, a, a pretty new owner in place with David Tepper. He has not okay. made that big. He has not made that big splash yet. Um, that has that makes people go out and say, "I want to. I'm going to buy a personal seat license." I I can say that I've been blessed with the fact that I am now a PSL owner, and that is awesome for me. And I would have done this regardless of who comes in, but. There's going to be a lot of people that if they made a move tomorrow and got Deshaun Watson, that the very next second they would get on their phone and call their local ticket 
person that gets signed up for a personal seat license, and mm-hmm. and that there's a lot of there's a lot of money involved in that. Mm-hmm. Besides that, and jersey sales and all that. Um, now on the field, Carolina had four guys this past season with uh, with a thousand yards of scrimmage, uh, scrimmage yardage. They had all three of the receivers, and they had Mike Davis, the running back. There's a lot of weapons in Carolina right now, and that's and that was with Teddy Bridgewater. His biggest folly is that he couldn't close like a certain uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan that we are all aware of. Um, and we're all hoping they lose just so he doesn't win. <laughs> Pretty much. It's, 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 but I, I'm in a double-edged sword, but I, I'll get to that later. But um, they uh, also look, look man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but – I don't think you can get another black quarterback in Carolina. Carolina is a tough place for you to bring in a high-dollar free agent or or trade black quarterback. This is a place to where when Cam Newton was in his prime and he was actually good, people were calling in the radio shows asking for Derek Anderson. I I don't think you can touch Deshaun Watson in Carolina because of the money that he's going to be paid. If he isn't the top three quarterback in the NFL, they're going to savage him in Carolina, and it'll be a disaster. Like, I don't think you can bring him to Carolina. And I'm, I'm in Atlanta, so I get Carolina broadcasts and, and radio shows. And, dudes, those Cam Newton years, even when – besides the MVP year, it was rough for that dude out there. I don't think you can oh. do Deshaun Watson in Carolina, man. Yo, I, I think there is... But am I lying? Were there not people no, calling no, 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 in no, no, asking no. for Derek Anderson? Like, let's, this let's, was actually going on. Right. It was a debate. Let me answer you. You're right. When he when he first got, got going, that there was a lot of stupid fans that would call up and say, I want Derek Anderson as the quarterback. And um, they complete buffoons. But then uh, the mood kind of changed when he went, won the MVP and they went on that crazy run. And then when he got hurt again, people turned mm-hmm. on him again. Um, I, I think of I think you're also underselling um, how diverse and liberal. The city of Charlotte is. Um, I I think. No, think we talking about Charlotte. We're talking about Carolina football fans. That's the thing. Well, we got so, we got to talk about. I don't know, man. We got to talk about. I'm talk just about saying, Deshaun too, would have man. to be really, really good if he went to Carolina for every year okay. there. That's another. And as good as there. he is, I don't know if he's that good. I don't know if he's. MVP level every year contender that good. I think he's good, but I don't know if he's that good. But, but yeah, and, and here's the thing that I was on then before I I don't know what the fuck happened. Go ahead. With me and Block Talk, it doesn't like me. Why did that? Why did Detroit get the haul back that they did? Because Detroit was taking on big money for a long time. Yep. 
to take on that kind of money for a long time and give away the picks that Houston would require to make this deal, you're really setting your your organization back five years. So, so basically, you're saying the Jets are going to throw four, four first rounders at them, and this oh, is what the Jets do? Absolutely. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'll tell you this: if the Giants, I, I said this to my dad today, if the Giants were still playing, let's say the Giants were playing for the Super Bowl, Deshaun Watson would be a New York Jet. He still may be a New York Jet. This is the Jet. The Jets are going to Jet. I mean, that's what they do. No. <laughs> They're going to draft that kid from BYU, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to uh, – because um, my point was kind of derailed a little bit. The other thing that I wanted to really mention that's not been talked about is Watson has a history in the Carolinas. Watson yeah. was the quarterback for Clemson that won – a lot of uh, did a lot of had a lot of success, so the Carolinas are very aware of Deshaun Watson already. So I, I hear you, man. I'm not derailing the conversation. Look, that's SEC, ACC country. These people also I watch Cam Newton probably be one of the greatest college football players ever, and no. they still looked at him as a stepchild until that MVP season. And right when it was over, they were ready to run him out of town on the rail. I'm just telling you, man. I hear what you're saying. But I think you're speaking what, for what Charlotte. About, uh, I don't think you're speaking for outside of Charlotte. You think uh, You think Atlanta would – now, isn't Deshaun Watson from Atlanta, by the way? Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, so do you, as, you, as, you as think so, that the Falcons would ever Mark consider Rick, – Mark uh, Rick wanted him to be a DB at Georgia, so that's a whole other story. But I Is that right? Oh, wow. <laughs> but, um, but, but really, you know what? There's there's a lot of ideas that you can come with for a guy like him. There's only certain teams that have their position all locked up that should not even entertain this. Buffalo is now one of those teams since they got uh, ah, so nice not to, you know, it's so nice to look at a mock draft and not see your team on the first page. I actually have to go a little further to see them now. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to seeing them at the top 12 or 13. But, but brother, <laughs> at the same time, nice. once, once somebody starts talking about multiple firsts and a second and additional picks, no. I don't think uh-huh. anybody should be entertaining that phone call. Yeah. Well, the other thing. Well, the other thing too is you have a guy that said he requested a trade, so you lose a little leverage immediately once that that is made. Oh, that's right. That's one of the worst organizations we've ever seen in pro football. You um, know what team he should really usual, go to though? We, we've got I, we've got the father who made the fortune, the son who infer- inherited the team, and he thinks he's just as smart as the father who made the fortune. Unfortunately, he is not, and he's running that team into the ground. I got one more team where I think would be a really good team for Deshaun is San Francisco. (laughs) That would be intriguing. I think San Francisco makes a lot of sense. I don't know if they could ever fit him in. I don't know if they could 
have the pieces. Or but San Francisco's a team that's got a lot of really good young players, and they and they have, you know, maybe and they can afford to move some of them. Yeah, guys. but but think but about again, the stuff we're right. talking about now. San Fran has showed themselves to be astute at the cap and astute at drafting. Yeah, which is great. Then you bring him that much produce. draft capital. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I, I couldn't see them making that good, move. Like they 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 yeah. bring up the old Jimmy Johnson chart and say, wait a minute, these picks that that doesn't equal like. I, yeah, I well, it's true. I mean, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson on a rookie deal is worth a lot more than Deshaun Watson at forty million. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Ah, Deshaun Watson's going to go to New England. We know it, George. <laughs> no, he's not. Oh, if, if you think I'm Bill's going to pay that, come on. Huh? <laughs> Bill would never. No. <laughs> Bill would yeah, never Bill wanna, pay some Bill wouldn't pay Tom that. You think he's going to pay Deshaun Watson that? Come on. Maybe you'd do that just to troll Tom? <laughs> Especially after that fucking T-Mobile commercial came out today? Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, but, no, I, I, I So... I kind of just look at it, 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 it like this way, and everybody's making like the same. Everybody's making the same point, but nobody's saying the same. Making it insane. You said parts of it. Nas said parts of it. Dan said parts of it. I said parts of it. Let's just put it this way. Here's a guy who was up seventeen nothing. Right. Like, like, let's let's go back a year on the Houston Texans under mm-hmm. um, Billy Stooge. They had a nucleus and they had a quarterback on a rookie deal. Uh-huh. They had a nucleus that had the window closing. So they went out and traded for Laramie Tunzel. Yep. Right. They, they, they made all these moves 18 months ago to put them in a position because Andrew Luck retired. They knew the Patriots window was closing. They knew they would be, at best, second seed, right? At best, the second seed. Or at worst, the second seed. When it came down to it, they weren't even the fucking second seed last year. They were the fourth seed. Yeah, that's they right. They went to an AFC championship game. They are up 17 nothing. They didn't finish the job. Right? So then they said, well, we got a guy in, in, in uh, D-Hop who, you know, he's kind of not a great locker room guy. Maybe he doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. You've seen that this year. He hasn't learned when to shut the fuck up. All right, so they move him. I still can't believe the package then they, they got go, now. I, I, I still but, can't believe they that, couldn't get more than that. But again... But Brian, again, no, that goes to hold the on, hold on, nine seven three. Welcome to the no, show. Welcome, update. How you guys doing? Good, Rob. Up, welcome, my fellow. Bill How you guys doing? Audrey. Welcome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, hey, Rob. Better. How are you, feel, guys? Real quick, I just want to ask Rob, how you feeling, by the way, dude. I'm doing a hell of a lot better. Uh, my congestion is still there, but it's I'm on a call syrup and some other shit, so I'm doing better. Good. Glad to hear. Glad to hear you're back on the mend, and you, you kicked the coronavirus's butt. You said, out of here. Facts. Done. Facts. That's yep. it. That's but anyway, it. all right. Well, uh, I like to hear. So they, anyway. So they make the D-Hop deal, mm-hmm. right? Deshaun Watson sees 
all of this going on. And he still signs the monster extension. They won four games this year, two of which were against fucking Jacksonville. They beat Jacksonville, they beat the Patriots, and they beat the Lions. They lost a lot so of close games, too, I don't didn't see, they? And they lost a lot of close yeah, games. Yeah, they, they also had to deactivate their receiving core. Will Fuller <laughs> and another guy had to be deactivated. Like, this is a horribly run franchise, man. Like, there's no yes, other way it is. to around. But no, you see, this is why terrible. I would still – You, but see, this you comes give back Bill O'Brien guys. GM and coaching duties when – that's always a conflict of interest because as a GM, you're supposed to think about the future, but as a coach, you got to think about the next day to keep your job. So if you give a guy who's not good at either one both jobs, guess what? It's going to turn out mm-hmm. terrible. So See, Bill this, O'Brien. This, yep, but this, this, this leads to something else about Deshaun Watson. Their wide receiver room was terrible, but yet Deshaun still put up big numbers. So if I'm a GM, I'm thinking, hmm. You know, maybe I don't have to get the Sean Watson, Hopkins level receivers up for well, money, as, and I can get away Josh with cheaper Allen assets. You well, they did bring in Josh Stephon Allen Diggs. without a number one receiver, and you've seen Josh Allen with the number one receiver. Which one do you want? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, here, yeah. here's the thing about that. Yes, Josh Allen has a number one receiver, but at the same time, Stephon Diggs put up his best year of his career with Josh Allen. So did and Gabriel yeah, Davis well, emerged. They go, and, they go hand in hand, but at the same time, yeah. man, look, you only do yeah. so much with the Gabriel Davises of the world. Okay, you need yeah, one option yeah. just yeah. to yeah. spread the field. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, or Dawson Knox, which you know, tight end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Henry is who I want. To another be. guy who's going to lose <laughs> his job this off season. Sorry, Dawson Knox, you're a tough, hard nosed guy, but they're going to grab somebody that's going to take Yeah, job that's about it. Yeah, George, the, the era of George, not having a Bill good take Gronk, baby Gronk around. from Penn State? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, him not playing, game, him, brother. Him, him opting out hurt him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We'll I agree. see where he goes. I'm in the second round. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't think he's good. <laughs> Yes, they they both do go hand in hand. It, I mean, I mean, receivers gotta gotta get the ball, and receiver has to get over. So, you know, it, yeah. it, they both they both work they both work together, and they both should get the credit for why they are in the position. And yes, well, well no, it, it's not about credit. It's about if you have a franchise quarterback, you give him the adequate weapons. We've yeah, seen what happens to guys who have to <laughs> ask Tom Brady about what's the difference between what he had in New England last year and what he has in Tampa this year. Mm-hmm. Like, weapons I, I don't think Brian said that uh, we're going we're gonna to fill the team with uh, Jacoby Myers. That's not what he's saying. He he's saying I don't necessarily have to have DeAndre Hopkins and pair him up with Stephon Diggs. Like Deshaun has shown what, what an ability. I'm, what I'm telling you, Deshaun has shown ability to make average do. receivers a lot better. You do a great, have a great that number addition. one guy, 
You as do. great as D-Hop is, though, I wouldn't want him on my team. That dude's more interested in trolling the Bills secondary than he is playing for the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> and to the right. hey, 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 well, you can have that opinion, and I'll take the number one receiver. Right. Like, uh, he's not the number one receiver in the league. He's not the number one in the league. I'll take Devontae oh, Adams. Top five receiver. Oh, he's absolutely you know, a top five, but he's not a good locker room. Yes, is, I agree with that. Yes. Do you have a number one or not? A good locker room guy? What, what is this? Look, every year, Harvard... What, how many winning seasons Stanford, does D-Hop have? Well, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we do all that... With, with every year, Harvard... I'm just saying, on, just I, saying. I your question. Harvard, Princeton, Yale put out players every year. You can draft the, the great All-American good choir boy if you want to. I'm going after guys with talent. I don't care about locker room. Oh, you don't need stuff. to be a choir boy to have talent. Don't Rob, get it twisted. Rob, oh, Rob Horrible Harry? What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, do we think Harry so, is good? Now, Harry, now Harrison Phillips for the Bills. You know, Rob and I are always joking oh, about I him. Thought you were about <laughs> I thought you were talking about Nicole <laughs> Harry on the page. No, 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 no. No, you need talented guys, man. The hell with all that. Oh, you absolutely need well, talented okay. guys. You need guys who get open, guys who get speed, yeah, all that. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Give me crazy ass. Michael Irvin, who doesn't make any sense when he talks. I, I want that dude on my team. I don't Absolutely, but you also need to have the right players around him as well to kind of rein that I'm in. I'm not worried about that. I'll figure that part out there. Uh, the talent uh, is the first part. Michael Irvin's one of the few people in this world that can get me fired up at just about anything. Like, you, could, you can give him any topic. He'll just get you two stuff or He's something. Insane. I mean, he just, you know? <laughs> he just does. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Let's just say that, you know? Yeah. Exactly. But you draft that guy. Yep, yep, yep. You want Paul Pavlinski or LT? Okay? Oh, I'm taking LT all day. Fuck that. Give me the talent. That's another thing um, with that is you can have all the talent in the world, but um, what what you cannot judge, what you cannot figure out, uh, what what is so difficult to judge is character. What's what's and that and character goes in line with. Um, man, those the, are the, PR the talking points. Let me, let me Look, man, I, I'm in man. Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta, man. You can't tell me that stuff. We hired everybody well, from New England's front office. We put in something called the Falcon Filter, where we were going to get high character guys. And you know what happened? We drafted guys who weren't as good as the guys who went before them because we said they weren't high character guys. And well, we you, never you know won what? a Super Bowl. You know like, you, I'll say this. They drafted you gotta, good you gotta, players. You, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be shitting me. You gotta be shitting me with Taft McKinley. You gotta, you gotta have the right nucleus of guys. Like George could speak to this, right? And and I even say this like right now about the Bills. The Bills have about three or four guys that are going to be their leader slash guys for the locker room. Like everything funneled mm-hmm. through guys like Allen, et cetera, et cetera. Everything funneled through Tom Yeah, Reed. but they can play. Right? The but you can bring can in play. guys that have a, quote, checkered pass. But as long as you have that structure of a few guys in the locker room that yeah, is exactly going to be that saying, way, yeah. then Brian, they can you're, work you're with exactly that talent. Right. Like, yeah. Why does but Tom the have such team. a hard-on for A-B? Yeah, you don't, right, you don't need a whole on. team you're, you're of, exactly of great characters. You're making the right guys. point. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, but you, you know what, you can, you know, it's funny, like, New England's had three or four knuckleheads, right? Like, yes, and they, they had have. them at, like, their various times, and they've had them together. But here's the worked. thing, you still need to have good character guys who have very good talent. If you have yes. a great character guy with great talent, those guys, like, what did you, all you heard about Corey Dillon, was he was a fucking malcontent. Corey, I'm just going to mention Corey was a good Dillon, soldier. Yes. Right, Corey Dillon was um, a good soldier. Randy Moss was a good soldier until Billy O'Stooge uh, went after him. Right, Brandon Merriweather was a fucking knucklehead. Aaron Hernandez is the guy who just didn't get it. He wanted to be what he was off the field, and well, you know, in it fairness, was like, people probably should have looked into Aaron Hernandez years ago that up before he got well, to the NFL. Looking yeah. back on it, the Patriots covered that up pretty well when you think about what that dude was doing. Well, see, here's the thing. But, like, you got to remember, Brian, here's the other thing that, that happened with Aaron Hernandez. New England hires a – you know, and all teams do this. So it's not like just New England. They all yeah. hire private security firms. They do. Right? These private security firms are there to give protection to the players. Does anybody remember the time when Julian Edelman was arrested – for uh, sexual assault. Anybody remember no. that? Nope. Okay, or you know why? Because he was bullshit. At the Kentucky Derby handing out money, or when he got popped for steroids. Was that the time the chick but took a picture of him in Julian the, in the Edelman bed. is hard to cover over the middle. He has talent. That's why you want yes. him on your team. Yeah. for care, like, like, dude, this character stuff has gotten out of hand. I, like I told you, I'm in Atlanta. They came up with this damn Falcon filter. And it ruined my damn team. Like, get out of here with your character. No, Arthur. Arthur like, yeah. Draft yeah. Team. boys, if you want to. I'm drafting talent. Yeah. Like, I don't. I, you know, I want a good yeah. mix. I, I just, I want a good mix where it works together. You know what I mean? That's. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the yeah. Like, like, character stuff for years you know. and ended up with Coy Wire starting at safety for us. So. But you know what? But here's what I, this is what I was getting. At. But this is what I was getting at with the other <laughs> thing. The reason why Edelman. Wire. You know, the reason why Edelman didn't get in trouble for the thing was was because they had private security there. It was like, no, this never happened. Aaron Hernandez is the only player in the 25, 26 years, 27 years now of Robert Kraft's ownership that has declined it. That should have been a red flag right there. Yeah, but Aaron Hernandez is also an outlier because he was legitimately crazy. Not football guy crazy. He was legitimately crazy. Like, it's a whole other level. But his talent profile said it was worth the risk. And guess what? It was. It was worth the risk. honest, it was worth the so, risk. Sorry. Yeah. I, cer- oh, I certainly was. would like to say something on the ho- that whole ordeal. So you, so you mentioned about um, there's so many teams that are trying to replicate the New England way, but to – be really honest, and I know this is going to probably upset one person on the line here. Oh. The the New England way was and always was one thing. It was Tom Brady. 
He was. No, he, okay, he was, he, yes, no. yes, he was. No. Yes, he was. Oh, no. Yes, he it was. was. No. I'm sorry. Yes, Dan, it was. wasn't because this started under it Parcells. Tom, it was Tom. No, it started under Parcells. No. no, this whole thing. Dan, you could say Tom friggin' Brady all, all you want. This started under Parcells. Because Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady until, like, 2007. So for the five years of the first six years of his starting quarterback role, it wasn't Tom Brady. Three Super Bowls before 2007. First two Super Bowls. Yeah. He wasn't the the engine of those Super Bowls. They were great defensively, great special teams, and they game-managed their ways to Super Bowls. Like, they they were built perfect. Would they have won those possibly? I don't know, but possibly. But the way that those teams were built, they were in position to win every year. That's because of the job that Bill did and the job that they did in drafting and talent. I guess you could say evaluation. They were really good. And remember, before free agency came into the NFL, Bill flies in Jerry West to talk about free agency in the NBA and how it worked, how you should spend and how you shouldn't spend. Like, they were so far ahead of the rest of the league. Like, dude, it's not even funny. Like, go look up those yeah. those interviews of Bill yeah. talking to Jerry West, who had already been through mm-hmm. what the agency does to a league, and how the New England Patriots were getting the cost-cutting guys while everybody else was spending crazy money on the agents, and New England was lapping them every year. Like, dude, there's a lot that goes into this. We can't do this thing where we say Brady made Bill. Like, <laughs> Dude, that, that's disrespect for the Belichick. Well, 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 he did. We, we got to get that dude Tom's, Tom's respect. Tom's going to reveal that um, to you guys that um, you don't you don't stay that good for that long. Well, but see, but Dan, you here's know, the thing: you know, it's, you the, it's the chicken. You know. No, but see, like, but here's the thing: like, here's where I'm going to partially agree with you. I'm going to partially agree with you. And the reason why, what's different about Tampa Bay this year? Tom. Their quarterback. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom. That, that, that's but it. why is it, but why, but Dan, hold on. Why does this happen? Because when you have a loser franchise, which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, they're a loser franchise. There's a loser For, mentality there. Since 2000. What does Tom do? What is Tom? Tom's first in, Tom's last out. Tom gets his ass chewed out in the media. He gets his ass chewed out in practice, and he fucking cha- and he takes it. And you know what all those guys that are fucking losers do? Mike Evans, the biggest one of them all, who's the most inconsistent great player I've ever fucking seen. You know what he goes? Fuck, maybe this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. There's another aspect. Tom Brady is the Patriots. When we watch a game... When we watch a game where Tom Brady throws three interceptions in the second half and the defense basically wins that game, but all credit is given to Brady, that's where we get into this QB win yeah, stuff. If Brady thinks he's going to throw three picks tomorrow, stuff, on Sunday like, and wins, he ain't going to win. Like, no. As no. great as Brady is, we got to recognize that that damn defense is really good. And they oh, deserve yeah. to win that NFC championship yeah. game. You, you, throw, you throw three you throw three picks against the Chiefs, though, they're running track meets on you all day. Oh, yeah, it's over. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 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 
But you know, this Yo, is the thing about Tampa, guys. Tampa, Tampa has the ability to rush four and probably get pressure on Mahomes without having the blitz where Mahomes kills you. They're one of the few teams in the league that can do that, and they have a guy named JPP on their roster who kind of was part of a team that did that against Brady of all teams. Yeah, we saw when that he was great, and then and then we saw Tariq Hill have. Uh, fantasy busting DFS cashing ridiculous game against Tampa. So I mean, there's only yeah. so much you can do as far as coming after Pat Mahomes. I do think Tampa's a different guy, team right? than they were that game, but yeah. I understand what you mean. They were. I, I I'm yeah. honestly of the belief you you can't beat Kansas City hoping your defense plays well. You, you literally just have to run track meets with them and hope you outscore them. I I, I run the damn ball. Run the uh, damn ball. The one team that beat them, Mahomes, in the last 26 good, games, right? The one team. They basically, Mahomes <laughs> is essentially 25-1 and one in his last 26 Which games that matter. Was a 40-32 to 32 win by the Raiders. Yeah. Just to, to back up Rob's point. Yeah, and, and let's not forget, <laughs> Mahomes went up into New England last year and a fucking a referee blew a call on Nikhil Harry stepping out of bounds. Like yeah, they, they would have won that game on that play. So, here's the thing: you've got a guy who knows how to beat them, right? Like Brady's been there; he's been in the meeting rooms to see how to beat them. If if Bruce Arians and fucking Bubba Gump and Byron Leftwich don't sit there and pick that motherfucker's brain, I hope they lose by a hundred fucking points on Sunday. They're because gonna, Jesus gonna Christ, need, they're going to need Gronkowski and Antonio Brown to have big games in order to beat Kansas City. Yeah, see, I disagree. I, I think it's Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. I agree with that too. For I think Fournette's got to be really good. Forty. Like he, I, they got to keep. They got to keep them off the field. They got to keep them off the field. No, but but see here. But this is where I agree with Rob Nas. And, and here, Gronk and Antonio Brown know that Patriot system, right? Tom can look at both of them and go, "Okay, we're going to run X, Y, and Z." With you guys, and they go, oh, I know those plays, and just check and, and be the checkdown princess that JPG hates. But you know what? Run, you <laughs> five yard fucking throws. Keep the clock moving like fucking five yard runs. They're, they're going to need the Antonio Brown to be Antonio Brown, like just ball the fuck out, Antonio Brown. Uh, otherwise, I, I can't see them being. Yeah, see, but even then, I, I think getting up in a, in a shootout with those guys is a mistake. I think you control the clock, you run that ball. When you force them into a, a punt or they don't score on a possession, you have to treat that like mm-hmm. gold. Getting that ball back and, and, and just milking that clock, and then putting the pressure yeah. on them to where now it's a, it's a low possession game. It's slower, it's lower scoring. I, I think that's what you got to do. But no, here's what I'm saying. But here's the thing that I agree with you. You can you can possess the ball for 40 minutes. You could score every time you touch the ball. Guess what? They can score even faster. Mm-hmm. I I I watched it. I watched it when they play New England. You know, I, I, yeah. I watched it when they played New England in the AFC Championship game. I watched it that Sunday night game two years ago. Fuck, what was the Sunday night game? 45-42 or some shit like that? The AFC Championship yeah. game went to overtime. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, you you can play Giants Bills Super Bowl twenty five all the fuck you want. Really you can have hold to go the there. ball for fifty minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. come on, come on, George. I, I think you got to do it though. I, I, no, I think that's what you have to do. Let's let's but talk here's about the thing, though, Tampa you Bay. Still have to score. You're strong up you for can't kick you got the quick linebackers. But guess what you don't have? You don't have good DBs. Those DBs yeah. are still yeah, having nightmares Lock. about Tyreek Hill. And if you're going to double Tyreek Hill, you know what that means. That means Kelsey's going to eat all night. Like, dude. Yeah, but you can – but see, if you can – but if you can, if you can rush four against them, you can double both of them. And they both hate being doubled. Good luck. Because that means Kelsey you're hates being football and you can't make a mistake all night. And if you're playing Kansas City and you can't make a mistake, my God. McCole Hardman could be Super Bowl MVP. Like, I just think the only way to beat him is to beat him up. Like, you got to be physical. You got to run the ball. It creates a mentality and an energy throughout your team to where you're imposing your will against it. Like, I, I think you have to do that. Otherwise, Tyreek Hill running wind sprints. Like on a non related topic, topic, I wanted to say an interesting stat for tonight. Tom Brady has played in eighteen percent now of all the Super Bowls that have ever been played. Eighteen percent. That's not uh, well, let me let me let me give you a let me give you an even crazier stat than that, and this stat will probably tell you a lot about the NFL. Sixty-three of the league's coaches were related to each other biologically or through marriage. Fifty-three of those coaches were white. That's the league's coaching tree right now. And that's why you see the competent organizations have outmaneuvered the incompetent ones for years because it is a raggedy, good old boy, nepotism system that they have in place. And that's why your boy doesn't have a job. The boy for KC, that's why, you know, so many people don't. Oh, he doesn't. This is what the NFL is. You think the enemy's waiting for him, maybe? No. I think it's partially that. But I think the biggest problem is Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy is the reason why that guy doesn't have a job. I think no, the biggest no. reason he doesn't have it's a job is because people are wary of offensive man. coaches under Andy Reid. The numbers I just gave you, are those are the numbers right now. That's not an accident. <laughs> you don't... Well, let me let me ask you this, guys. Let let me ask you this. This whole you can't quote hire a, a coach when he's still quote you know in the playoffs. Does that hurt these guys like that make the play? Like the enemy's been now three years in a row. It's If somebody wants to hire them, they will. Philly brought you, a team I would agree on with vacation. You, but I think where Our teams we didn't have a suit, and they said, well, just wear your vacation clothes, and we'll put on our vacation clothes to make you feel comfortable. If you want to hire a guy, you <laughs> hire him. 
Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll, I don't think coaches should be able to interview when they're in the playoffs. To be honest, I think. But I think they got to change that. They the have to season. make these guys easily accessible where they can get jobs. That won't change a damn thing. It's about want to. This ain't about inconvenience of being in the playoffs. This is about who they want to hire. And who they want to hire is people they know. Hey, his his kid is married to my kid. And this kid, his son coached for that guy. And, And I know that guy from, I went to the wedding with him. And that's what it's about. And because of that, we get a lesser product because we don't have mm-hmm. the best of the best. It's not a meritocracy. I, you know, I, I, I would buy that, but I, I would buy the whole thing with not hiring coaches that are – they're still coaching if Josh didn't get hired twice, if Matty P didn't get hired, if Charlie Weiss didn't get hired, if Romeo didn't get hired. Guys get hired. Frank Wright got hired off the of Super Bowl because, you know, obviously we all know what Josh did. But – but I don't, well, I'll give you I'll give you the second part of the stat I just read. Nine of the league's 32 head coaches, 2019 and 2020, were either the son or the father of a current or former coach. Look, the numbers don't lie. Look, I I don't have to make an argument. These are the numbers. This is what they do. These are these are the people they hire. Like it is yeah. what this is, man. So, yeah. So with um. So with the enemy, all of us are men of a certain age. You've read certain last names and said, "Damn, that sounds familiar." Oh, that yep. guy's the son of such, and you'll see it immediately. Yeah. With with the enemy, um, this has reminded me a lot of the trials that Ron Rivera went through. Ron Rivera would uh, interviewed for so many opportunities. I think it was easily over five opportunities before he got his offer. In Carolina, so the enemy. I think I think he will end up being a, a head coach. I think he'll end up being a pretty good head coach, and I think the trial and tribulations that he's dealing with now is going to make him that much better. So he gets more time under Eddie Reed and more opportunity to grow his craft. Now, or, now look, y'all, or y'all, y'all know I'm, I'm not a nice I'm, guy, I'm, but, but that's I'm, ridiculous. Being discriminated against and not given the opportunity that your peers are given is not an advantage. It doesn't put the fire in your belly and make you better than them. You're still a coach just like they're a coach. And you probably end up at a job that's a terrible job, and you probably don't get another one. Like, that's how this is going. Well, see, here, now, here's the other thing, though, too. Well, who just got – I like, want to go through some of these guys that got hired this year. Yeah, go ahead. Hold on, Brian, but let me, let me say amazing. this, though. I'm doing that while you guys go. But if you God. really – all right. Because so I just, don't know. So look those up. And then, but think about it this way. Like, if you take a bad job first, right, like Josh or Mangini or something, Right, like you take a bad job first, you may not get the second job. You know, not everybody's Buffalo who jumps on the Rob, the Rex Ryan fucking bandwagon. Oh, jeez. You know, well, the, the enemy didn't. The enemy didn't want the Texas job because he saw the sinking ship that it is, and and he understands 
that you get your the one opportunity. set up you an interview one, with him the day after availability was open. Blah, 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 blah. Hold, hold on, man. Hold on, man. He didn't turn well, down that job. They set up an interview with him the day after availability was open so he couldn't interview for the job. You see what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to come up with excuses instead of just looking at the raw data and saying, hey, this is what it is. I, really I don't think he's a good coach. <laughs> I have no idea about that. See, I, I how do we know here's my thing. that the guy, the, the the coordinator for the Rams is a good coach? We don't know. All I know is he got a head coaching job. He's in San Diego. Well, he has a franchise quarterback okay. and a good shot. I just don't think they, they look at now. people who coach under Andy Reid offensively and they're kind of hesitant because it's people like this Brad Schultz. ain't Schilbert. about Andy Reid, man. Matt Nagy. Like, y'all y'all, y'all, y'all got to have a little bit of conviction and courage and just call this what it is. This ain't about Andy oh, no, Reid. I don't know what it is. He's if not a coach. Coach. If we take him out of the picture. This ain't about Andy Reid. If we take him out of the picture. We're still talking about all the rest of the black coaches who have never been hired and have never been given these opportunities. We just saw a pressure where Dan Campbell is talking about biting people's knees off, and that dude got a head job. Like, bro, yeah. this is what it is. But, see, like, here's the thing, though, with Dan, like, with Dan Campbell, though. He's, you've already seen what he could do as a head coach. He was – Pretty fucking good in Miami before they, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's not. But the, but the thing he's is, a football is, guy. If he's Andy a real Reed, player. Yeah. And, and he was a hell of a tight end for the Giants. Yep. Was but, Robert like, Soleil discriminated against? I would be one of the first people to say that Marvin Lewis deserves another Was Robert Soleil discriminated against? Outside of Cincinnati, he could do really well. Robert Soleil? Ask, ask, your, ask yourself that same question. If we look at the numbers we just looked at, and you say was Robert Soleil discriminated against, does that make mm-hmm. sense to you? Muslim? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if, if we use one guy and say, okay, well, that guy got a job, so therefore, like, come on, man. We all use numbers. We're also, I don't, we're also doing the same with the enemy. Now, see, I, listen, I don't, I don't no, know the enemy. I don't know anything. What, I, what I'm saying right, is, I don't know if BNB would would succeed if he did get the job. What I'm saying is there is a huge swath of NFL coaches who are excluded from getting these jobs, and we keep hiring the same people, yet and still every year we have Black Monday where half of the league loses their jobs, so there's a huge turnover rate. So it's not a thing of confidence. Like, I'm just asking, I'm just asking well, I, y'all to be brave what other enough guys to are we say, talking about? well, damn, this is messed up. Nas, I love you, but I'll say this. Does Mike Tomlin still have a job today because of the color of his skin? You think so? Yep, because I think he's a terrible football coach. Oh, my God. You think Mike Tomlin is a terrible football coach? I think he's terrible. Terrible, because you yeah, know what? Here's the thing. He got a crazy. pass, and we all sit there. Hold on, let me hear me out. He got a pass for years, oh, winning on Bill Cowher's team. He won one goddamn Super Bowl. Got embarrassed in the second one. He had A. B. and all those guys. But then we sit there and go, "Why A. B. and Lev Bell are douchebags?" Okay, we'll get a pass for that. Now he's got a guy 
fucking sitting there doing goddamn TikToks on the opposing team's logos. And he says, well, I didn't know he was doing that. The whole fucking world did, dickhead. Oh, we'll have to address Wait, 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 wait a minute. We think that's the problem? And not that this dude got that team to the playoffs with Duck, Duck Hodges as the quarterback? Like Mike Tomlin is probably last year. Mike Tomlin is probably a top five quarterback uh, coach in the no, NFL. Like I, I would never say Mike Tomlin. No, he's really not. Coach. He's now, really not. Organizationally, the Steelers so, have so always believed in. So you're saying top in, five? So you're gonna put him uh, yeah, above I think Mike Bill, there. Sean Payton, no. Andy Reid, McDermott. Oh yeah, definitely above McDermott. Pete, we're, we're, uh, we're going to no, put McDermott be... above him for one playoff. No, yes. no, I, I one I playoff I'll even say that. I'll even say that. Like, come on. No, I'll put McDermott. You put you put Bill in front of him. McDermott had a change of culture. You put Peyton in front of him, of course. That's true. You put Andy Reid in front of him, of course. But after that, what are we doing? It's almost like part of the What about Harbaugh? I think Harbaugh is a really Harbaugh, good coach. Harbaugh? Really? I like him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm taking Harbaugh over Tomlin. He's good. Harbaugh is an amazing coach. coach. Yeah. Harbaugh is an amazing coach who can't win a yeah, absolutely. right now. Okay. The top five in the game right now, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. He won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. Let's be real here. <laughs> oh, Jim, he won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. Yeah, I disagree. I think he won a Super Bowl with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, but if you want to say no, 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 I'm not winning. Not with Flacco, wouldn't he? Didn't. No way. Flacco was amazing in those playoffs. He was absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. He was competent. No, he's he's think look, 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 I expected uh... this pushback. I expected this pushback. I expected this pushback from y'all, but again, I rely on the numbers that I gave y'all. No, I don't. And until y'all can explain those numbers, I do not disagree numbers. with you at all. Actually, like I, I, I agree with you. Guess, There's a lot yeah, of people I'm, who I'm deserve opportunities who haven't gotten them. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not what, talking about working though. class, regular white folks who don't see race in the same way that other people do. I'm talking about moneyed, uh, legacy folks who come into organizations <laughs> and have an idea in their mind of what. Competence and a, a qualified person looks like they take the that bias to their hiring process. That's what we're talking about. We talking about regular other, folks, other, bro. That's what I'm trying to explain to y'all. No, that is true. That absolutely is true. But but you know what? Like, let's get called the spade. The spade here, though, with this. How many mm. of these guys of these owners know football? How many of you search for so it, it's very so so you literally they rely every everybody who hires a coach you're hearing about a search firm, right? Oh, here's the name. It's not the organizations that are making these hires. They're taking res- yeah, recommendations but the, but the, because the funny thing about that is Houston hired a search firm. And you know what they did? They turned down the recommendations of the search firm, which is what pissed off Deshaun Watson and started that chain. But here, but the thing is, is that they had the guy last year. They hired Nick Casario hired last year. It was it was just because of like a of language in his contract with New England why he couldn't go there. 
what led to Billy O. Stooge becoming the GM. The plan was in place for Nick Casario to go there. That's why the, the hire happened so goddamn fast. Mm-hmm. Right? Why did teams hire from New England? Why did they hire from Pittsburgh, from Baltimore, from Green Bay, from this place? Why? Because they it's monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, like, like, that only holds. Seriously, that only holds up if we were talking about like twenty percent of the league. We're talking about the numbers that we're talking about, man. Like this but, is but, systemic. But here's the this thing, is though. What but, they like, do. but you, but you can't make. But it's not like thirty-two teams hire a coach and GM every year. But here, but here's what it is. Right. It's what's this year's flavor of the month. But the thing is, is so. Two years ago, after Sean McVay's offense took over the world, if you fucking shit in the stall next to him at one point in your life, you were getting hired for a job. It's what these morons do. That's why. Okay, so now the number one. And as a Patriot fan, as a Giant fan. The same process not exist. You see? Like, none of this stuff holds up to scrutiny, man. So the same process you just said. Sean McVay took over the NFL. Everybody hired all of his staff. Okay, so Kansas City became the most explosive offense, took over the NFL. Why is everybody not hiring? They did. Staff? They hired like Matt said, man. But Dude, they hired Matt Nagy off that Sean staff. Sean McVay got but, four. Okay, but Andy here's the Reed thing, has though. has a longer track record than Sean McVay. You see what I'm saying? And the thing like, is, dude, with Andy no Reid is justified his stuff, man. This but do you think is. Andy Reid is preparing his coaches for the next step? Now it's about Andy Reid not preparing guys. Like no, 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 I'm just saying that. Like I'm all just these saying. arguments are thin. It would be much easier to just say there's a systemic bias within the NFL, and that's why the hiring looks like it does. Again. 63 coaches, right? 53 of them, 53 of them are related through marriage or blood, and 53 of them are white. That's not an accident, man. When when does this stat start? This is is the newest data uh, from the diversity and inclusion uh, I guess you could say proposal from the NFL. This came out today. That's why I have the stats. I read this today. It's a big PDF. I went through it. I was just like, damn, this is crazy. Like, you, you couldn't find this kind of hiring at any corporation you could pick up, any industry you could pick up. You could not find hiring yes, you can. like this. Not like this. Not this bad. Yes, you can. <laughs> That's every. <laughs> Dude. Oh no! So you bad, want somebody? But see, but here's my problem with the, with 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 those stats. So you want to hire not based on merit. You want to ba- be based on affirmative action. No, no. I want it to be hired based on merit. The problem is it's not based on merit now. That's why every year we get Black Monday, where these guys get flushed out and they run through a whole new set of guys, but it has the same demographics. That's not higher on merit. These are what? Relationships. That's what I'm saying. But but I want merit. 
yeah, but but then you see, like I I still I don't think the enemy is a great coach. If he did, he would have had a job by now. Somebody would have waited for him. Oh my god! But, see, so but, but either, now you're using the flawed process to say why he doesn't have a job. You see a problem? <laughs> All I've said is he's not a good coach. You don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know if he's good or bad. I just know he doesn't have the opportunity the other guys have. That's all I know. But he, he's a guy who interviews for every would, fu- I don't know if you put him in a perfect spot if he falls on his face and it's terrible. I don't know that. Did he that. develop that offense in Kansas City? No. <laughs> he's a caretaker. And he's not even the no, best. But I agree with you. We can say Meet these criteria. So it sounds like they want to you're hire white, people that they know. You're related to somebody. <laughs> exactly. Well, relate. Yeah. So like, I is it more about the relation or is it more about the race? Uh, that'd be hard to suss out. I definitely couldn't tell you the difference on that. One. Which I agree with you on both fronts is not good. I, I'm not suggesting yeah. that one's. You know, I I don't like it's the a, fact that that would be happening, no matter what the color or background is. You know what I mean? It should be best person. I agree with you 100. I think it's a very look, 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 problem. I, I I give all of y'all props for engaging in this conversation because I'm gonna tell no, you. Right I, now, I, I, no, I I want you to understand. I'm trying to gain understanding. Fans, I I want to hear. I want to hear what you have to say about it. No, no, no. And but, I, but hear, I, hear me out. Yeah, No, no. Hear me. Hear me out. Hear me out. What I'm saying. The majority of sports fans would not engage in this conversation. You guys yeah, are taking it on, yes. taking all the arrows, and being men about it. So I respect that. Most listen, I'll be, not listen, engage no, in I'll be honest with you. I, I, don't I hate that this is even a topic because I don't want yes, it to be a topic. You know what I mean? We all, Dude, like, you know, we all, like, nobody wants it to be a topic. I agree. And it's, and it's, normally it is badly. They call me, you know, now I know the, the Bills defensive coordinator, uh, Leslie Frazier, he got, didn't he interview Leslie with Houston Frazier, twice, Rob? Yeah. Uh, I thought he was going to get hired there, and all of a sudden they hired this other guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, it sounded like he was going there, and I was well, like, okay, Cully, they're going to lose Frazier. Cully was actually originally part of the Kansas City staff. Um, then he became the Bills quarterback coach in 2017, and then mm-hmm. he became the Ravens wide receiver coach. He was also but terrible at hired- his job. The hire that I will never understand this year, and, and Nazo, that that hire in Philadelphia, what? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Brian. Gable turned down the Philly job, and then they hired that guy. No, well, hold on, hold on. I don't get that. That guy was like, he he had nothing to do with that Colts offense. Yeah, yeah, but but hold on. If you hire that guy in Philly, and you say he worked with Wentz before, and he's probably the guy who can fix Wentz. How the hell are we talking about trading Wentz now? That, that's the part that doesn't make sense. That, that is totally right. What in the world? I thought you would trade bad. Jalen Hurts. Why Philly's would you trade Wentz after firing Peterson and hiring that guy? Yeah, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, I, 
No, I, I, I honestly, I, I think I think Philly wanted Dable, and they and Dable turned them down, and that was their issue, and that's why they hired this guy. Well, it you know what? Like you know, I think Dable really work. wanted to go, Rob, and this comes back to what Charges. Niles was talking about. Yeah, who, did Dable, who, who did Yeah, who did he go to high school with? Yeah. The GM of the Chargers. Yeah, he won that. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you yeah, go. Yeah. There's he that won, whole relationship. He job. You know, he well, probably. You know, but, is that it's not Dable who's the, who's the kind of the architect of the Bills' offense. They're saying it's probably more Ken Dorsey. Well, we'll find out about that next year. Well, well, you right, know, right. That's, but the these are questions Diego I can't job answer. Is because you have a young yeah. Justin Herbert there, so that's like, a job I, that people I, will want. Like, Nas, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little perplexed why the enemy hasn't been hired. If you just looked on the surface, I just want some understanding as to what's going on. Is he interviewing? Is he turning – has he turned jobs down? I'm not perplexed at all. No, but you know what I mean. I just want all the facts. I really – I'm sorry. I'm harping on Sure, I'm not going to rule it out. Andy Reid holds the Pollard Alliance, and you'll see everything you need to see about the enemy. Yeah. But no, he hasn't turned jobs down. He just hasn't been hired. Hmm. This is the but game. This is the game. It just this surprises me. This, you know, I, I, I just, it just, I don't get it. I, I'm with you now. It just frustrates me because don't these guys want to win? I mean, is it winning the number one? But here's like, but Brian, here, you know what I mean? Like, but, I want the best but, guy. If he, if, look, look, Brian, if here's the thing. Like a normal person, if you're a biased person, you don't think you have yeah. bias. You think you're hiring the best qualified guy. In your mind, uh-huh. you're being fair yeah. and just. It never. I mean, listen, I don't. I would that care you're, what that you're I don't care if Sean McDermott is from talent pool. Mars. If Sean McDermott could be from Mars with the Super Bowl, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? And at the end no, of the day, I'm it's just the saying, best thing. You know, just, just, just try to put yourself yeah. into the mind of these people. They're not doing this okay. on yeah. purpose. Sure. These are their biases mm. that are coming out in their hiring. Yeah. Team. I would you love know, to say you're wrong, uh, like, but I, thing, I, I can't sit here say you are. You know what I mean? That's a level I, I cannot. I I don't know how yeah, big of a factor it is, the, but I do think we have to acknowledge that. You guys haven't, so I had a leg up. You know, I read the report, Yeah. So no, I yeah. no. You know, but, but Naj, but here's the thing, though, too, with, with the enemy. If you believe the sources that came out, that he comes in. Now, I don't know if they're just saying this to slander him or whatever, but these are the reports that came out, and they've come out through very respected people who have made the mention. So we'll run with that and do what we may. He doesn't come in prepared. This is where I was saying the thing about Andy Reid not helping these guys out, right? He doesn't come in with a list of who his OC would be, who his DC would be, who his guys would be. He, maybe he just doesn't interview well. Maybe it, it comes down to this. The teams that would hire him look at go, fuck, man, Matt Nagy? Look what the fuck happened with that. But yeah, if so you look Jason, at it, Jason Sierra said, uh, in, in Philly, he was on vacation, and they asked. He told him he didn't have a suit. And they said, "Well, just come in and what you have, and we'll all dress up in casual wear because they want to hire." Him. Like I, I hear what yeah. you're saying, man. But come on, no, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying on. like, look, I'm not saying that every <laughs> hire is perfect. But I'm saying is let's look at this on the. Let's look at this on. Let's take this on the surface. Let's, let's take all the other shit out. Brian Dable was a finalist for a bunch of jobs this year, right? What coaching tree has he worked under? Belichick and Nick Saban. 
Do you think Belichick and Nick Saban are in preparing their guys for the next step? Yeah, but why would we make the assumption that Andy Reid isn't? This is the biggest interview of that dude's life. You telling me he's walking into these interviews unprepared? Like why? How long has how long has the enemy how long has the enemy been the the actual OC Eagles? I mean, not the Eagles. How, how long has BNME been the OC? Like, 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 think of, think Three about years. This is the biggest, not, this is the biggest moment of his thing. life. And you think he would have gotten that He's walking in and winging it. Like, well, why I, would listen, he yeah. assume that? You know, George, here's the thing. I'm just saying, this is, I'm, I'm going George. by what you're, what you're hearing from reports. Right? Yeah, George, here's the thing. Okay. He's not getting hired. teams who don't want to hire him and want to justify their behavior. Yeah, you know, here's, here's the thing, though, George. There, there are other guys that don't interview that great. But if you look at the pedigree, they'll say, well, you know, I'm he was Indianapolis' as offensive I'm coordinator. Eric Bieniemy is the coordinator of the best offense in the last three years. Maybe he's not in, the last, in the history of the I'm, I'm not even Is he not? I don't know. I'm going by the title. He doesn't play. He doesn't call plays. Neither did the guy, the, 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 the guy that Philadelphia hired doesn't call plays either. The majority he is, he, Eric Bieniemy is Brad Dilbert. Man, I, I think that my buddy, that. That's, that's my buddy, what I mean, man. my like, buddy who said who this. is an look, Eagle look, fan said the guy that look. they hired doesn't call plays, doesn't do anything. Yeah, he doesn't. When my man, he doesn't when call plays, when my man was a great linebacker that he was in New England. He didn't call plays before he got that job. Nobody made that into an issue. He went down to Tennessee. He's done a good job, and he's going to keep that job for a while because he did a good job. Oh no, Nobody Vrabel called too- plays at no Vrabel called plays at Ohio State. Dude, that's Ohio State. We're talking about the NFL. Yeah, but 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 the thing no, was the reason why Vrabel <laughs> got hired was the same reason why Dan Campbell got hired in. in Detroit, yeah, in Detroit. They want a culture network. change. That's who they wanted yeah. to hire. I mean, you have to look at the – listen, we have to look at it very simply, guys. You're talking about an offensive – the guy that Indianapolis – the Eagles hired supposedly had little to do with what Reich was doing in Indianapolis. <clears throat> Eric Vianney is the offensive coordinator of a team that's been to down the two Super Bowls. Offensive coordinator, you do right? have to wonder why he's not getting hired. Right now, he's yeah, the he has to coordinator with the recommendation from Pat Mahomes, who says he's great creatively offensively. Well, That's then that, you know, listen, I'm gaining understanding. understanding it's like we're talking about. So here we are. You know, <laughs> it's, it's but Andy Reid still got to close the plays. Like, there. there was there was no argument to justify. Seventy five percent of the league's players are black. And when you look at coaching, when you look at administrative duties, when you look at, at the upper offices, the thinking positions, these people are not hired. It's not an accident, right? Like, no, you think of as many I mean, I think it's getting better. If you I, want to, that's reality. I think it's getting better. And that's a bigger problem than the NFL. 80%, 80% of the coaches are white. Offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, they're the same amount of black head coaches now that there were in 2003. It's a problem. It's absolutely well, let me, a well, problem. I, well, yeah, I guess I'll come back to this point. The amount of available candidates 
that are that are non-white versus the two that three have more, to be higher, right? There's Is more that correct? available candidates now than there's ever okay. been because they've gotten okay. position coaching All right. jobs. That, yeah, that's let, what I'm let, trying let, to get let, at. Let, let that, me use an analogy. Yeah. Let me use an analogy to show how bias works. In America, people think white kids are slow. So in JFL and youth leagues, white kids are pushed out of cornerback positions and wide receiver mm-hmm. positions and told they need to be tight ends, offensive linemen, and things like that. And that affects the amount of cornerbacks and tight ends we see become NFL players later on because that bias directs the flow of the pool of talent. What's yeah. the last great white cornerback we've seen? Jason Seahorn. Do we Jason think white kids who can't run? Do we think white kids can't run? No. White kids can run just as fast as black kids. But they're yep. redirected early on and stopped from going into those positions. And How then white running the bias reflects the outcome, and then they justify the outcome by the bias. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, they're not, it's bias like, not being uh, exclusive one way. Saying. Yeah, I, I, yeah I it's like why Scotty Miller was able to go over the top with exactly. 12 seconds to go exactly. and a half because <laughs> homeboy didn't play the right technique. How in the world this, this white dude so can't hard. run by me, even though this white dude runs a 4 3? Yeah. He can't be <laughs> How fast. in the world did they not play exactly. his own on that? I mean, what in the exactly. world was I mean, that was a stupid because, because Mike Because Mike. Who's Pettis. the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay? Mike, Mike Pettin. See, now that's a guy. That, he's been around forever. Get rid of that guy. He's terrible. Get rid of him. It's enough. When all of y'all take your kid to JFL and you see some position coach trying to push your kid into the so-called white position, even though your kid is fast <laughs> or talented at something, y'all yeah. better say something because that's how this I'm going to remember this man. conversation, Daz. I, 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 if I, I ever see that, I'm going to remember. Larry Zonka <laughs> in 20 years. You, you see what I'm saying? Remember when yeah. Christian McCaffrey came out and some people said, well, I don't know. He might not actually be any. Like, people were trying to yeah. say you shouldn't draft up Christian McCaffrey. Well, it's almost like some people that said Lamar Jackson should be a running back and not a quarterback, right? Yeah. Like, it's yeah, the same that position, too. No, but you know oh, what I mean. Man, it's, you know what I'm saying. The same type of bias that <laughs> that we're seeing. Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson is actually a very good quarterback. They need to get Lamar Jackson wide receivers. They absolutely yep. need to get him wide receivers. No, that's a mindset thing with him. Yeah, his biggest problem you know, is his mindset is to run first. I, well, he, I mean, he, he, he can too. move. He could, he Look, could their offenses that should be. That's a terrible yeah. offense that is based on running the ball and holding. Well, it's Greg yeah. Roman, I'm yeah. Because Greg Roman's a run first guy. So. David Cully yeah, and Brian have mentioned this. David Cully was the wide receiver coach for Kansas City. What year was that? I think like 2014 or whatever. They had no touchdown. And not a single Kansas City wide receiver was <laughs> recorded the touchdown the entire season. And yet he got it all. He got a head coaching job in the NFL. Also, he was also uh, the offensive coordinator like, in 2018 for Josh Allen's first year, where he was absolutely terrible as a quarterback. Oh, that's right. He was our offensive and never forget last year, last year's Baltimore Ravens, Des Bryant, after two years of retirement, walked off his couch and actually got snaps as a wide receiver on the Baltimore Ravens. 
That's how yeah. bad their receiver core was. Their receiver terrible wow. wide receiver. Terrible. And I like I do I really <laughs> like Lamar Jackson. I think he's a freaking fantastic player. I think you get him. It's a good kid yeah. too. I like him. Mm-hmm. You you yeah. get him wide receivers. I think he's a very good quarterback. Let's not forget this guy won MVP two years ago. Tonight, go back to that Christian McCaffrey draft. And read the reports before the draft happened oh, about the skepticism sure. and criticism of Christian McCaffrey. Well, I don't know yeah. if he can hold up for the NFL punishment of a run. I don't know if he's fa- like read the stuff there, dude. Like the, the racism and bias jumps out. Mm-hmm. He's probably not good, dude. Damn near had two thousand yards in Stanford. Well, I don't know. <laughs> mm. You you see it in every scouting report. Every white player is referred to as a high motor player. Every, almost every black oh, yeah. player is referred to as lazy. He's a high motor coach's son. Hard yeah, there are, there is motor. there are talks like that, and you see it on all sides with, you know what what some will say about white players or black players or Latino yeah, so, players. So bias, players. Bias affects Unfortunately, there, there is, yeah, the I mean, it's, it's there. I, I wish it wasn't Nas. I really do. Um, but, so, so you know, people got to be more informed and that'll drive us to change the position on it. People will start thinking about these things in more clear ways. Cause ain't no way in hell. Jason Seahorn is the last fast white dude in America. <laughs> No, like come no. on, man. Come yeah, on. no. Listen, if if you know, and I would hope that if if there are indications that you know, if the enemy's quietly having talks with Andy Reid, that Andy Reid would be an advocate to go to the league and say, "Listen, you help my guy." I mean, you know, sometimes you just need that push. Like, you know, I, like I said, in the perfect world, none of us want to see this, right? I mean, I don't think, you know, like I said, if Eric Bieniemy, if my team needed a coach and he was the best option and they were passing because of his of his color, I, I'd be livid, beyond livid in that. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Okay, he's the best guy, uh, best guy, okay I'll give it to you. <clears throat> a white running back runs for 2,000 yards next year in the NCAA. Does he get drafted in the first round? Or are there immediate red flags about his speed? If he's actually good, or like you see, what a, I'm me, a media red flags, and he's a mid-second round pick. <laughs> These are the things we have to fix, man. That's yeah, we see, we even see that in hockey. You know, we see that a lot too, and it's a little bit different bias, but you'll see it with height, especially in in hockey. Like I know, you know, there'll be guys. Oh, he's only five six or five seven. He's not, you know what I mean? But oh, do you ever see? The, he just jumps off the screen. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. He's got the, well, it, you, you know what I mean? I mean, there's sometimes there's a height thing too that that players are discriminated against too. Well, Brian, let, let's and that could be for all colors. Go back, yeah. Go back to um, uh, fucking Moneyball when Billy Bean's sitting there with the agent with all the scouts, and he's yeah. well, what do you think of me as a ball player? He looks good. Fuck, you know, at some point, it's not. It's like I said before. It's it's the um, it's these fucking fern. You know, like once, Naj, you said it right away a couple weeks ago when we were on the show. Exit interviews. It's when you bring the corporate world into the sports world. Look at all the owners in the NFL. How many of them? The NFL team is their family business now. The Giants, mm-hmm. the Steelers, 
the Patriots, the Cowboys. Do, do I stop there, or does anybody know anything else? Oh, we could go a lot more. Ziggy Wolf, Shad Khan. There's a lot more, man. Is, but, yeah. is the football the, the team Shad Khan family business? No, it's not. I mean, it is now. <laughs> it is not. It still is not his family business. Those guys have. Well, you mean they have outside that, interests besides the football team? Yes. That's like Robert much. Kraft, while he owns the while he owns a paper company and owns all that other shit, he's got other kids that run the other businesses. Him and Jonathan run the Patriots. The Maras and the the Mara family owns the Giants. The Rooney family owns the Steelers. Jerry Jones owns the Cowboys. Goddamn city of Green Bay owns the fucking Packers, but their problem is they don't have a fucking owner. You take Shai Khan, who that... The the only difference between those four teams and everybody else is the same difference between James Dolan and confident owner. Because James Dolan, the, the teams are yeah. his. They're they're play toys. Yeah. Did you really bring I'm up James? Dolan. Look, it's, uh, you know, yeah. I was in a good mood. I mean, he's brought the up best James example, Dolan. man. He's the best oh, but look, James Dolan. That dude look, can it's, fail look on his face for fifteen years and be profitable every year. Yeah. Look at Stephen Ross. What, I'll be he honest with a you. Shit about running the Dolphins. You guys ready no, for he this? Doesn't. He gives a shit about having celebrities in. Hey George, guys, I'm dying for a Donald Sterling moment for for James Dolan to get him out. I can't stand that guy. Never gonna I, happen. I, I him out. Never gonna I, happen. I just, <laughs> oh, Never gonna happen. Nick and fan, even when I'm it was crazy. close to happening, and even when <clears throat> it was close to happening, he controlled the media. Oh, by the way, just on a on a little front, I got a little. Di- I, I got something to say about the Knicks real quick. Remember all those people that were Sorry. destroying the Knicks for trading Christoph Porzingis? How do Mavericks do in these days? Ooh. What are they, 9-13? 9-14? Yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, Knicks have tough. a better record than Dallas right now, and they got a clean cap, and they got good young players. and Yeah, I rest my case yeah, on that po- one. Porzingis, I was that Porzingis better get it together, or Luka go ship his ass out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's amazing. I think that guy's a can- I think that's a perfect example of a guy that is a cancer. I think there's something about Porzingis that, you know, I'm, I'm glad that the Knicks are heading in the right direction for once. They're they got some they got some things going on. And again, they're not going to be a, you know, contender by any stretch, but they're they're a pretty decent watch. They play hard every yeah, day. You just don't trade you don't trade for a seven foot guy with bad feet. I agree. <laughs> yep, and, yep. Those guys that's don't end well. Like Yao Ming is a good example, and Porzingis is a good example. Bill Walton, all he said that's enough. Uh, Bill Walton yeah. should be the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Greg you Oden. Know. Greg Oden's another example. Didn't he have the yeah. bad feet too? Yeah. Greg Oden. Everything. One that, leg that, was guy, that guy would have been so good. He would have been so good if he stayed healthy, Greg Oden. Oh man. <clears throat> he would have been awesome. Yeah, they said, but, they said you know. after the draft combine one leg was longer than the other. That should have wow. everybody running the other way. Yeah, pretty much. I didn't know that. Wow, that's crazy. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Tough, man. 
But yeah, Whew. man, it was good talking with y'all, man. I'm glad it really was. No, y'all it was, was willing to handle yeah. this tough conversation. No, you know look, what? Look, I, y'all, y'all think y'all don't think it's a big deal. What I'm telling y'all is, normally this conversation drives people to hang up the phone, cuss me out, like. Mm-hmm. Nas, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, Nas, I'll give you full disclosure. One, I'll give you full disclosure. It, 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 in the beginning, it always makes you a little uncomfortable because you because I look at it. It's hard for me to completely understand it because I'm not in your shoes. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not. I I try to keep right, understanding the biggest together. things I look at. No, it's true. I, 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 it, we always have to gain understanding of these things, right? So I try to just well, no, it's let's hash it out, let's discuss it. Ghetto. Some of us did. Oh, have you been? The, have you been to my hometown in New Jersey? Dude, <laughs> let it be known. Hey, okay. listen. Let it be. You known. know what? <laughs> this this hurt across the country is not exclusively black. There's a whole lot of working class, regular ass white folks too. Like, look, look. I don't say these things to to, to like agitate people. I say these no. things just because, no. you know, these are real things that no, are going it's, on, man. It's, 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 it's a legit thing. Like, like, I don't care what people think of me, so I'm willing to say whatever. That's just me. Good. You know what I mean? We, I, I want you to have that ability <laughs> to do that on here anytime. I, I want you to say and, what's and, on and your no, mind. We're going to talk about it. You know? That's exactly what we're going to do. Brian, here's the funny thing. Me mm-hmm. and Nas have each other's phone numbers. If he was really mad, if, like, we were ever, like, really mad at each other, we would have been texting each other the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Exactly. Well, now as you it's know, I always enjoy our both conversation. Both sides laid out their points. Yeah, both sides laid out their points. We got things to think yeah. about, and we'll see how this goes going forward, man. We'll, well see what happens. Man. You know what? Listen, and you brought up some really good points, and you kind of opened my eyes a little bit on this. That I'm reading, even comments that Andy Reid said, and I'm just looking up some articles about it. You know, he says I. I haven't seen many guys that are as great a leader as men as Eric Bieniemy and things like that. So, you know, listen, I, I just hope for his sake if, you know, he gets his opportunity. And, you know, he may get a better opportunity. Who knows? Maybe a big-time college job comes along, and that's better than all these NFL jobs, and he could be more successful doing but, that. And you I don't know. know. I don't know if that's what he wants or, to do. I don't know. But he, I'm just saying there or, could be anything that come along. Or Brian, the you, most important thing maybe is the opportunity to fail or succeed. To do it. I don't care Correct. if he gets a job and goes somewhere and sucks. The point is you get the opportunity. That's well, I, I just I just hope he's not being used for the Rooney Rule. That's that's my fear. Because that's my only thing with yeah. that rule is that you don't want them exploit. You don't want an African American candidate to be exploited just be. Oh, I got to get this out of the way. The rule was created in good faith. The problem was Correct. the people who are supposed to institute the rule didn't treat the rule with any respect. Yeah. So you I, had that's Jerry my Jones hope calling that it's not Sherman happening Lewis for that reason. On his yeah. fishing boat. Hey, sir. I'm just getting rid of the Rooney rule real quick so I yep. can hire who I want to hire. Like, that's just how it goes, man. Yeah, well, I just hope and pray that, that it's not happening. But, you know, it's something that should be discussed. I mean, it's just – it's obvious with this guy, when you look at the track record of the Chiefs, most, I would say just about when every offensive guy would have been hired coaches, by now. When we see more bad coaches and more white running backs, we'll know we've actually got there where we need to actually be. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I don't know. Hey, you know what? It's the truth, slowly, slowly but surely, there's a lot more white wide receivers now. So Hey, Rob. Yeah, Rob, well, I saw a, a mock draft where they have the Bills. I saw a mock draft where they have the Bills taking the Alabama running back this year. 
I, 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 I the want Harris? him on the Bills. I want Najee Harris on the Bills, yes. Oh, yes. oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the type they of really running need, back we need. They need something like that. I even yeah, say they, they need a guy like Leonard Fournette next year. They could go that direction, too. Yeah, they they could I'd rather too, not go free agent. I'd rather go draft. They draft a running back. Because run them into every, the ground. Every running play, the, the Buffalo Bills offensive line goes the other way. Like they are not mm-hmm. going forward. So they definitely mm-hmm. need some more line. Yeah, no, no. I agree. We do need more interior offensive line. Get rid of Feliciano. Get a better guard. Oh, you want to get rid of Feliciano? Really? I, I thought he was horrible. I thought he was absolutely You want to keep Bottinger? You want to keep Bottinger? Uh, keep Bottinger, keep Bottinger, and Cody Ford comes back next year, so we have him at guard. Draft another guard. Mm-hmm. Resign Darrell Williams, and I think we'll be all right. Oh, and they got to keep Darrell Williams. Williams. I agree. How about, yeah. you know, I'd, we mm-hmm. need to go yeah. our center to door. How about moving Feliciano to the center and get rid of Morse? No, Morse is going to cost too much to cut. It's like a nine million dollar cap hit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got oh, we got all off season. Oh, by the way, before you guys go, we we it's amazing. We did a show for over two hours, and we didn't make a Super Bowl yeah. prediction. Good. I did. Any thoughts, guys? Any official thoughts on this game? Dan, Kansas if you're City still there. 35. Kansas City, what? thirty-five to twenty. Okay. I can't, I can't play against Tom. I can't. I can't. By the way, George, I'm just telling you right now, New England cannot claim any claim to the Super Bowl. All right? Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> no, you're not, not pulling a Ray Bork with the whole Colorado <laughs> Avalanche thing. All right? You're not getting a snake no, in the not. Super Bowl. All right? I'm just putting that out there before we <laughs> Well, 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 well I, I'm, a, I'm a gambling man, so I'm taking three and a half points. I'm taking Tampa. You're taking, three, you're taking the three and a half? Is. You What's the over under on this team? Is it like fifty? Is it fifty? Uh, hmm, thirty. I think that might go yeah, under. Yeah. Actually, I, I have a funny feeling. I'll, I'm I betting think, it both ways. I'm gonna run a parlay. I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna take the three. Uh, look, it is what hey, it is. I got zero seven in my twenty dollar box pool, and I'm a happy man. So I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> you but uh, I'm taking it. I don't my, care who's playing. I just I can't go my, against Mahomes. Yeah. I just I can't do it. I, I'm gonna say twenty seven twenty one. I I'm Let's rooting I, I really don't You know what's funny? As I a Bills no fan, I don't to. hate Tom Brady. George, I hate to say I it, no I can't stand half your fan base. base. That's what I can't stand. I it's not Tom Brady I dislike. I realize that this year it doesn't bother me. I just don't care. Like it doesn't rub me the wrong way that Tom Brady's a Super Bowl. I um the I say, Dan I think it's gonna be the thirty one thirty one thirty one to thirty. Uh Tampa Bay Patriots. Ooh. All right. Here we go. Well, That'll work. Forty anybody looking forward to half time show? Forty eight degrees. No. <laughs> looking forward to the half time? I am actually. I'm Weekend's great. Guy sounds he, he's good. I I actually was one of the yeah I was like all right decent one this year. So. I, I'm at the point now where I hope the puppy bowl is on during the halftime because I I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, 
It's Man, time to get the your beverages bowl. and start smoking or whatever you're doing. Yeah. I'll be back yeah, for the like, second half. Yeah, there I kind of have this thing where it's like, I, I, I got this feeling that I just can't. That there's, you don't there's think Tom retires after this game if they win, do you? No. No. He's just no, feeling too good. Too selfish too. Well, I mean, not to, listen. If he loves selfish. playing, if he could do it, I I can't fault anybody for doing that. Well, who the hell wants to go home to his wife? <laughs> Listen, if he, you know, if he's playing great, I, I, I think it's just what he wants to do. I mean, I, I don't fault anybody for that. You know, I don't look at it selfish at all. It's not like he's selfish should, if he was playing he like should, crap. But, <clears throat> but what athlete leaves at the right time? Drew Brees should have left last year. Look how he went out. Yeah, yeah. If Tom One of the yeah, too long, I, the same thing is going to happen to him. So leave on Very time. few. Should, but, huh, whoever does that. You know who the, left the at the right time? The only exception to that rule was Peyton Manning, who was carried by the Broncos' defenses last year. Yeah, but even you know, you mm-hmm. could say you know, yeah, what guy really left on at the right time, like exact right time? Calvin Johnson. No way. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Oof. yeah but he was kind of hanging on at the end too. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, Elway's a good one. El- Elway's a good one now. Elway's a good one. Jim Kelly? Gone, man. Yeah, well, Jim Kelly was – he was carted off his last game, and then he retired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't quite – yeah, get the Vikings. Time. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, Mike put on that Wizards jersey. Like, it's hard, man. It's hard to walk away. What about Phil Sims? Mm-hmm. Made the playoffs. I know they got fucking destroyed by a just far yeah. superior. I think Kobe – I think Kobe something. Bryant's one of the few that really did it right. Um, not really. Kind of. He was still playing. He was still producing, though. I mean, he wasn't, you know. He was Marty on the team so bad, they Tim? let him shoot 50 times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you believe it's been no, over a year since I, he died now? Like, can you believe that? Yeah. It feels like 10 years ago to me. Because yeah, it was felt like a different world we were living in, right? It's just, it was a different world. It's only been over over a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, it's really it's really hard to get it exactly right. You know, it's it's just Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill. Barry Sanders. <laughs> Barry Sanders just said, I'm I'm done. At the top of his career, that's it. Gale Sayers, they do it that way too. You know what, though? They just said, you know what? I'm yeah, done. But the Lions were sorry, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. We were all sorry. I love hey, Rob, I'll say this with O'Neill, though. O'Neill probably should have retired after 2000. Mm. Would have been a he was a shell of himself. Yeah, oh. yeah. He's a role player at that point. Can I do that? Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Before we go, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. How does it feel as Yankee fans to see the Dodgers get balanced? <laughs> you know what? This is all I'm going to say about the Dodgers. This is uh, George. You're, George is the biggest when it comes to baseball. George, you've committed, Fucking you know, baseball. mortal sin, and I am going to bestow on oh, yeah. you a lifetime of bad baseball for you for your for your sins. <laughs> no, no, so. I'm kidding. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I am so the team sick I get to tired. watch every day when I'm at home. You know, isn't it amazing? Just the best people whine. 
people whine, cry, moan about the Yankees. Oh, the payroll, the payroll, the payroll. Can we say something about the Dodgers, please? Anybody? Bueller? Hello? <laughs> I mean, I think the Mets dodged a bullet, though. I really do. I I, I do. I really do. You know, you know what they were. I'm going to tell you. Now, I don't know if any, if all y'all can relate to this. They were Mike Babcock, George. Do you remember when the Sabers were going to hire Mike Babcock and they mm-hmm. held, they were going to hold a press conference and he used them to get to Toronto? Same thing. Yep. That's exactly what what happened. The Mets were used so he can go to LA. I don't think Bauer – look, in my personal opinion as somebody who enjoys baseball, yeah. congratulations on winning a Cy Young for being five and four. Congratulations. You're <laughs> a third starter. Five and four. <laughs> you legitimately – Bauer a third starter? That's all he is. He's a third You know starter. what? I still think Atlanta's going to win the National League. How does that sound? No. No. I'm trying. No. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, su- <laughs> I'm surprised they spent the money <laughs> the other day. I'm trying. I was rooting for the Braves last year for our other buddy Colin here too. But you yeah, know, I, I, I kind of look at it this way. I think Bauer's a third starter. I yeah. really do. But, He's had the, the Yankees signed Kluber for one year, right? The Yankees signed Kluber for one year. Well, yeah, and if Kluber could throw more than one inning, he's going to be great. Yeah, but you know what? I, I actually don't mind that signing for one year, though. I don't mind that for one actually heard okay. signing the contract. It's over. Oh, tough crap. Jeez, I actually like the signing. You know, what the, you know what the funny thing is? Like, I liken the Corey Kluber signing that the Yankees made to when the Yankees signed John Lieber. Right? Like, 03, they knew they weren't going to have him. 04, he was the best pitcher on that stuff. Yeah, I and mean, unfortunately, it's not that, they had Kevin Brown at least they did sign him for multiple years. You know, at least they at least mm-hmm. it's one year. Oh, they will. Oh, listen, <laughs> they'll have a great first half. They'll re-sign him for for you know five what, George? years no. at you know, I, I, million. You know what? I might mute your Yankee talk because you're driving me nuts. <laughs> hey, I mean, get Paul, get me Paul, get get me Paul Vinny on the phone. Make amends so I can have the yeah, old George Bang yeah. fucking Yankee baseball. Hey, just think about it this way. You you got yeah. the seventeenth the best catcher in baseball who can't understand why he was benched in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> depressed. God. Oh my god. Well, they should have he been gotten rid of like five years ago. Rob, you're not a you're not a Sanchez guy, right? Am I right? I am not a Sanchez fan at all. I never had I know you're not. I know you're not. Sanchez, are y'all telling me Sanchez is not gonna hit next year to set himself up for another contract?
Yeah, he wants to win 79 games, so he stayed with the Phillies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I keep forgetting we're having a full season, right? I guess Major League – now, did Major League Baseball make any – are they making any changes to their schedule this year, like the NHL is knowing or no? No? Don't listen to any league before a game has started about what they're going to do. Those are projections that they Yeah, who is playing in the NHL tomorrow, by the way, George? We've got to start asking that. Forget who's not. Exactly. Who is playing? Everything's postponed. Um, postponed, postponed. Well, the, yeah. the Devils are sending out, um, you know, they're sending out uh, contracts to people on the street So because everybody's on the COVID mm. list. So, by know, the way, George, the you, you want to eat George? George, you want to hear my, my Wait, latest comparison? The Sabres have Hold the on, Carmelo Brian. Anthony of the NHL. Jack Eichel is the Carmelo Anthony of the NHL. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> no, but the, devil, yeah, look up, the look Devils up COVID. Look up Kevin Durant's Twitter tonight if y'all get a chance. What's that now? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, look up Durant's Twitter tonight. Oh yeah, he said free, uh, free. Uh, they say some free me or <laughs> what's going? Yeah, wait, didn't Kevin Durant have... know what they're doing, man? They're just didn't Kevin Durant have over. Corona before? <clears throat> yeah, he had to sit out earlier, but tonight, yeah, they stopped him before the game and didn't let him start, and then they let him play in the first half, and then the second half they pulled him and said one hey, of let the me, yeah, let, let me ask you guys a question, considering the amount of people that depend on athletes for jobs. Do you think it's actually warranted that we should have given these, these guys the vaccine already? Yeah. Give it to them. Yes. It's only yes. 1,500, 2,000 vaccines. Why not? Just get it over give with. It yeah. Just give them the vaccine. Just stop these stoppages already. You know? Yeah. They're security guards. There are people at the stadiums. They're, you know what like, I mean? There's the, the there's media reporters. Just, would, just let them play. What would what would the NFL have done if uh, like Patrick Mahomes had gotten COVID from the barber? Ooh. Ignored the test. <laughs> Ignored exactly. The test. Yeah, <laughs> Nas just nailed it. <laughs> Ignored the test. Yeah. Hey, you know Man. what? The entire team, Kansas City team, has Rona after the game. But hey, we got our Super Bowl. <laughs> Exactly. Be like There's Justin no way in hell you, you stop all of the commercials. The weekend has corona. Roll out <laughs> everything else. Like there's no way in hell you roll that back. Like what if like honestly, like what if like Brady and Mahomes had both gotten COVID? No, no, I'm not like, joking. I'm serious. They would have fast tracked that thing, got them past, and then after the game they might have said they they didn't pass. They would have got their game played. Man. Yeah, because, you know, the Australian Open yeah. moved their entire major two weeks back because of the crap they now, had to do. Now, imagine trying to do that with the Super Bowl. People have paid oh. for ads. Yeah. People have come to the city. Everybody's paid. Like, yeah, dude, Australian Open's a big tournament, played. but still, it's not the Super Bowl. But you know what I mean? Like, I still, still wouldn't be shocked. Like, I still wouldn't be shocked if, like, right after the Super Bowl, they say, like, a lot of Kansas City Chiefs players have COVID, right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be a great excuse for the losing team too. Yeah. As soon as they win, they all like go into a bubble. They all go. come down on the like, like right after the Super Bowl. <laughs> Would you like? There's no Roger Goodell employee. Like, never forget that Roger Goodell works for the owners. Ain't no yes, way in hell he's going to tell Jerry now we're not going to do the Super Bowl. 
Oh, could you imagine if, like, tomorrow they got hit? Yes, excuse me. Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill both have coronavirus. And so does, uh, you know, Tom Brady and Mike Evans. Uh, like, it, you know, it even brings me back to, to something I read. There was actually a rumor going around that right after the Colts game that Josh Allen had tested positive for coronavirus. <laughs> and his dad, his dad actually ended up in the hospital with coronavirus. Same premise. Yeah, Jerry Jones absolutely. would put his foot in Roger Goodell's ass to try to stop the playoff game or the Super Bowl. It's like, no, hey, we no. know Tom Brady's not getting COVID. Fucking avocado ice cream is <laughs> right. You you hey. have to convince Tom that he actually had it. Oh no no there's no way yeah. I had it. I had avocado ice cream and celery oatmeal this morning. Like there's no no yeah. <laughs> Dude, how much money has that TB12 guy made, man, over the years? Selling Tons. snake oil. <laughs> mm. I, I tell you, though, the, the meal plan is pretty fucking good. That's some good food on that shit. I buy it for work. To take it to dinner for work. Avocado ice cream? No, there's no avocado ice cream. And he finally, like, added, like, meat to it because last year there was a lot of fucking plant-based shit. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't let you like you so, I, I just doubt yeah. Tom Brady telling you that it'll stop you from getting injured. Like, no, nah, dude, you've just been lucky your whole career as far as not getting injured. No, no, there was one time he wasn't lucky. It ain't your diet. Right, right. Unlucky that one time. Yeah. Well... Can we call it unlucky or can we just call that dirty? Because the man was going after me. I'm on TV12sports.com right now. What the heck? I'm looking at it. What was his name? How to feel your body like Tom Brady. Yeah, he went right after Bernard Pollock. Yep. (laughs) Good old Bernard Pollock. How to feel your body like Tom Tom Brady. First thing in the morning. Drink 20 ounce of water with TB12 electrolytes. Number two, wake up with Giselle in your bed and take a shower. Oh, okay, now, is that what that said? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I tell you, though, those those electrolytes, man, they're no sugar in them. They're actually... Yeah. They taste like Gatorade, but they're just better for you. I think he mixes his shit with, like, vitamin water zero. <laughs> and he just can't have the vitamin... That don't sound bad. Oh, that was sound bad. Yeah, I think like he uses like I think he takes um like he can't have the vitamin water bottles on the sideline. So he just gets like the vitamin water lemonade, the vitamin water lemonade zero and mixes it with that. That's what he's always drinking. Yeah, man. Because as a as a man of a certain age now, when I'm when I'm about to really get to it as far as some drinks, I definitely buy some Gatorade beforehand. Like I, I gotta hydrate before I drink now. That's a good yeah. idea. That's like, definitely a good way to do it. I tell you though, like his whole thing is like, like I have the the TB12 method, the book, and like some of the shit that's in there is like shit you like you've known, like it, it, like nothing that he's selling you. Is something you haven't heard before. Like, yes, his whole thing is based on drinking a fuck ton of water. It's like, you have to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water a day, and I'm going, fuck, man, I ain't drinking a gallon of water a day. 
Um, dude, if I <laughs> if I drank half my body weight in water, oh, you'd be no, fucking dude, dude. I would be doing this show from the toilet. Hey, Nas, hold on before. Can yeah. you hold on while I flush the toilet for what I pee for the fourteenth <laughs> time in all that hour? <laughs> I mean, it's I'd just not every. Taking that gallon to work is hard enough. I can't imagine having uh, I just drank, yeah, yeah. I drank 33 oh, ounces man. here for the show. Al- alkaline water? So I guess that's sort of yeah, like... Uh, yeah. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. I, I drink... I probably drink five or six bottles of water when I'm at work. That's good. Thank God I work in train tunnels. Thank God I work in train tunnels. I carry a coffee cup with me. To it. <laughs> yeah, it's already shit down there. Um, but no, but in, in all seriousness, like eating, was it cool food in the winter? It's like cool food in the summer to lower your body temperature. Hot food in the winter to keep your body, like, whatever the fuck it is. It's like, it's actually not like the dumbest idea in the world. Yeah. You know, raw vegetables are good because they're still, you know, still living and you still get the thing. Eating broccoli because it cleans out your inside, shit like that. It's just all shit you've heard before. It's just keep putting it in a fucking book and sell resistant plants well, for way so- fucking more than they should be. We've covered, we've covered, we've covered so many topics tonight. We're on raw vegetables. And why we can play at 43. That's where we're, yeah, that's where we're getting in the con man zone right there. When you start talking about, yeah, I didn't get injured because I ate this. Like, bro, that is not how that works. You know what? We only have, uh, the stream only has 90 seconds left. Are we in overtime right now or are we live right now? No, we're live right now. Not We're live. The whole thing, though, the whole thing with the injury prevention thing is, is that it's it's about having your muscles be pliable, right? So if you have to drink mm-hmm. a shitload of water to keep your muscles pliable, like if you, as the great professional wrestler and the innovator of hardcore once said, "Muscles tear, fat doesn't." Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, you, that's con you know. man stuff. <laughs> that's con man stuff. That's true. If, if, if that doesn't tear. If a defensive end just. goes by a tackle and gets a clean hit on you and you land the wrong way, you're hurt. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter yeah. what you ate, what you drank, like, you're hurt. <laughs> they just yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, like, you look at, like, the one year Gronk was on it after, like, you know, his 15th back surgery. He, he actually moved better. Yeah, the question you know, I ask with Gronk is how, how many people did he actually hurt? And that's DBs and linebackers who he ran the hell over. Like, that's, that's the thing yeah. with Gronk. Hey, guys, 10 seconds left in the live stream. Thanks for everybody who listened live tonight. We're going into overtime, as Rick Jonner would say, George. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, yeah. Woo! Dude, my favorite was right, Nas man. was hanging up like oh, an hour ago, and we kept him on. You guys, the I know, y'all got you me, could man. stay, Nas. You don't me, have man. to leave. We're, we'll we'll hang around. No, we we're, we're good, man. Y'all, y'all got me. Y'all, y'all had that conversation still rolling. Y'all got me into it. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I mean, it was a great show tonight. It was very spirit. I, I, yeah. yeah, we hit a lot of topics, man. We really did. That's what we do on here. Anything? Yeah, that's 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 
the stuff that we need to discuss these topics. I like it. Good stuff. Get mm, the juices yeah. going. Gets the mind hey, thinking. Uh, next and, week, next week is going to hit you that football is over, and we got the basketball yeah. playoffs, and we got spring training, and then we, we got a dead zone. So we're going to have to enjoy yeah. the last that we got. got. Some, well, no, we got we the got NFL got, draft, a little bit for agency. We got hockey. We got um, college basketball March football Madden. next year. Hey, little shout out to my alma mater knocking off number three Villanova on Wednesday night. St. John's. That Look, was if beautiful. I to watch, I know. If I wanted to watch bad basketball, I'd go to my local high school and watch them play basketball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I only really watch my uh, my alma mater in college basketball. I, I really can't watch much more than that. <laughs> it's terrible, man. It's really it's, Wait, did anybody else realize that Duke to North Carolina is tomorrow night? Is that amazing? Nobody wow. Did. Wow. Nobody yeah, my buddy cares. who I work with, my buddy who I work with, a, a North Carolina alum, and he, he's he's excited for the game, but you're right. It's not – well, I saw a stat. I thought it was a couple weeks ago where Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky were all at the top 25 for the first time since 1961. Yep. Wow. wow. Which is ridiculous. Yep, I think about it. Yeah. Well, think about it. That's what happens when. But think about it. I mean, that's what happens when soccer. you get one and done and you can't practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. College basketball, just ha- they have a crisis on their hand. They really do. And they need to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it's a bad product, man. The good yep. players need to go to the G League and college needs to go back well, to where it used to be. I mean, here's, you know, here's something, too, about the NBA's got to – let me ask you guys this real quick. Here's an interesting conversation piece. Maybe we could do this for okay. – should the NBA move – I was looking at a stat last night, right? Golden State beat – destroyed Dallas last night, 147-116, okay? Golden mm. State had 89 field goal attempts. 43 of them were three-pointers. Dallas had 92 attempts, 53-point attempts, 50. So 93 three-pointers in this game. Is that good for the game, or is it – do you think they should move the line back a little bit to try – like, I feel like the NBA is missing a little bit of what boxing's missing in those heavyweights, the Shaqs, the Ewings, the Lajuans, the – you know what I mean? Those those kind of – like that little extra dimension. Real fans want it moved back. Casuals like it the way it is. That's the trouble. The casuals like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind the, the ball movement's yeah. nice and, the, you know, and the athleticism is good. There's a lot of great players, but something is just missing, you know, and I can't, you know. Yeah. I wish they could just get a little bit more balanced. If they, You know, three-pointers, fine, but there's just so many now, and I get why they do it. It makes sense, but is it good for the hey, game? Hey, Frank, think about it this way. If, how much more are you going to move it back? You move it back a foot, you'd have to expand the court. Would you? Yeah. Why? There's barely any. Which they should there's barely do. any room. Now, Think about it. There's yeah. only there's barely the any room bigger, on the faster. Yeah, but they can just move the line back. It's just going to be harder to hit a three pointer. Yeah, yeah but, but you, you have to move wide the entire line. because there's still no space, man. Like it needs to be widened, but they won't do it. They could do it a little bit. They could do that. I, I think that's a good idea. Talking. The casuals like this. They like up and down three point contest basketball. So that's why they're not going to change. 
Yeah. I mean, probably think about it. A guy with a size 17 shoe, like, barely fits in between the side and the, the out-of-bounds line. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you, do you know what team right now? Here, here's a here's a trivia for you. Who team has the best record in the NBA right now? Utah. Utah, eighteen and five. What yeah. the what in the world? <laughs> Quinn Snyder is everything the people in Boston think Brad Stevens is. Mm-hmm. Really good coach, really good team, really good team. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's the truth. Yep, absolutely. You know what Brad Stevens' problem is, in, in all seriousness, Brad Stevens' problem is he's too aw shucks. He's too <laughs> Eli Manning. He's not enough paid. Oh, gee, yeah. Eli Manning. Why does Eli Manning have to come out? No, no, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> what I'm saying, Brian, is the difference between Peyton and Eli is Peyton, Eli was too aw shucks, or Peyton was a fucking assassin. Yep. These memes with Eli Manning on You see these memes of Eli Manning in a Chiefs jersey? Is their secret weapon to be Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all giant jealous, giant, jealous giants. Oh, and George. Eli making that damn face again. Yeah. That face that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Making hey, no, that damn face. <laughs> no, did you ever go to manningface.com? No, but I will now. You're welcome. <laughs> Manning, I, now that's where I'm heading right now, actually. You've never been on manningface.com? No. Oh, Brian, hold on. Oh, I'm going. Oh, look at this. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. That dude is ridiculous, man. <laughs> look at all these faces. Oh, My favorite one, Eli Manning. He looks like he's just completely cooked. <laughs> He is a Scooby that we all just love to hate. We want to see him lose because he's just so friggin' great. So when he fails at football, he likes to scream and pout. Pages of Manning face pictures on there. It started out like I know. Five. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty funny. That's good. Thanks, George. You can thank the people in New England for that one. Because <laughs> you know how we love our Manning brothers. Actually, oh, our boy. favorite Cooper because he's a drunk. <laughs> oh man. Now, are they going to 17 games in the NFL next year? Yes. 
Yeah, because I heard the Bills are playing the Washington football team as their extra game next year. No, it's supposed to be interconference, not extra. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That's a bummer. <laughs> I wish it was NFC. Nope. It's a, it's interconference. It's like right, so we'll get an extra week of football next year. So it's basically like what? I, what was it? Oh fuck. Or it may be interconference. You may be right. It may be like more. I, I heard it was WFT. Maybe it's like if you win the AFC East, you play the winner of this division or whatever. Maybe they match it up Maybe. that way. And luckily we yeah, got the NFC East. <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, I mean, just, wait. If that happens, the Patriots play the Cowboys. Correct. Honey. Going to Dallas play the next Cowboys year? next year. You gotta go to Dallas. What's that? Oh what no! If it's a Dal- my wife no? is my wife has informed me that the only game we go to on the road is if the Bucks play the Giants when we're in Florida. I actually I'm going I'm to Bills a- Bucks. I'm going to Bills Bucks next year in Tampa. Probably because my mom is down in Tampa now, so I'll probably go pay her a visit and go to the game. Yeah, and I'm not allowed to wear a Tom Brady Bucks jersey. I have to wear a Giants jersey, according to my wife. George, you know what I want to do? I want to take you to Bill's Mafia. I want you to experience the whole gauntlet. No. I, okay. I want to take you I want to take you to meet Pinto Ron. No, I've been I wanna... to college football games before. I, I don't want to go. No, George, no. We're going to meet Pinto Ron. We're going to party in Hammer's lot. You know, we're, I'm gonna. Yes. yes. Rob knows what I'm talking about. Even Derek yes, Felix knows what I'm talking about. He partied in Hammer. I know what you're talking about. The, you, we gotta get Not off the call. <laughs> that was. Yeah. So yeah, I want to take you to experience the the essence of Bill's mouth. <laughs> That's I, what you I know, want. I want to do the next time New England plays up there. I want to go to Green Bay first. Yeah, we should go. We could go. Yeah. Let's see if we could plan it out sometime. Maybe the next couple of like years. I would love to. Yeah, Rob, we can all do that. Rob, too. you come in too, okay? To where? We go to Buffalo. Lambo. Oh, Lambo's going to Green Bay. Oh, you want, you want, yeah. Oh, you want Green well, Bay. Ooh. I want to go well, to Lambo. I mean, I mean, the one yeah, that would be kind of fun. <clears throat> Well, Rob, guess what Super Bowl Where's Super Bowl 56? Where? SoFi? Super Bowl 56 is in my backyard. Rob, I hope next year's Mm. here. (laughs) That's what my mom said. My mom said the Bills are waiting to go next year because they're in Los Angeles. And I said, yes, my luck luck would be we'd move. And then the Bills would (laughs) be... That's it. Brian Fulman <laughs> Bills make the Super Bowl. That's it. Yeah, that's okay with me. <laughs> hey, Brian, let me tell you. Do not ask for that. Why? Because the year the Super Bowl was here was my first year at the quarry. And uh, my – so they stayed the, – the AFC team stayed at the – 
um, Grand Hyatt on the waterfront, that exchange. Okay. Sure. My schedule, like my boss at the time, made a joke and said, oh, so I guess you're going to be, you know, hard to find when the Patriots are there. Patriots lost. The next mo- the next morning after they came in, she put me right outside the fucking Broncos hotel for the entire week. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, the traffic the traffic would be pretty epic around here if that happens. Yeah, but I yeah. live like you know seventeen miles from the stadium, so I I would. I love- mean. How how far away from that seventeen hour police chase were you the other night? Um, some of the area, not that far. It was a little bit out. It was a little bit west and north of me, but yeah. But I watched the path. Yeah, it was, it was a good lie. one. Though. Rob, did you see any? Did you catch any of this? Of what? The other night, this dude no. went on a six hour fucking police chase through L.A. Out to like Ontario, California, at ten dollars. Went to LA. Wow. That, mo- that motherfucker <laughs> might as well just put roses on his fucking thing. Called himself. They the said rose. that they were worried about running out of gas. Did you hear about that, George? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was that Bro, long. <laughs> we would. We literally had. We had two. We had all three of our iPads going. And all we were hoping for was that we got it right on which helicopter was going to fall out of the sky first. Because I think I'm it was CBS. The yeah. guy was like, the guy from CBS was like, this is the third time we have to refuel. Yeah. Tony, Rob, this needs to happen. They, this yeah. is the, it, so maybe it's good they didn't make it this year. I course, I still I, I still Jeff, don't even want to address why? that game. I don't want to. I can't. Yeah, can't do it yet. There's a long way I, to go, and there's a lot of teams mm. to get through. Before, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a year to year. No, thing, I'm not even right? even talking about like this past AFC Championship. I still I'm still not there. I'm not over it yet. I'm not yeah, over. I know. It. Like, yeah, you know, I, I I I let off the show with. I find it harder to lose in the championship game than the Super Bowl. In the respect mm-hmm. of, I just can't get hyped for the Super Bowl because we were so close to making it. I, you know I, I mean? lost. I did. And, and, even though we lost about it. Yeah, you know. no. And Kansas City's a great team, and they're, they're more talented. Yes, they than deserve us. to be. Absolutely. Yes, however, but. however, I, I I I stick to to my guns and what I said immediately after it happened. I lost a little bit of respect for Sean Geron that day. I really oh, did. Rob, really? You're oh, going to hold him accountable wow. for that one I call? Really Rob? I, I he came really a long did. way. He went, you loved that uh, meme I made. Was that, was that your favorite yeah, meme that absolutely. I made? It was. It was. Absolutely. <laughs> the dicks are on some pride. <laughs> oh, man. That, that was, I knew it was over right after that happened. Right after he didn't kick the field goal. Right after he didn't go for it, I was like, this game's over. There's no chance. I must I admit, when he did that too, I said twenty-one twelve. Now they win this game. No. Yeah, he just gave up. I was preparing for the loss at that point. Yeah. You know what? Like, because not we to didn't, say they would have won, but it would have. 
No, you know, but I, I, you, you give yourself a chance by going for it. And I think you just have to ride what got you there to begin with. There was zero reason for McDermott to trust his defense. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They were getting carved. Yeah, their defense was exposed that yeah. game. Well, they made, they're just a bad matchup for us. I mean, that's the other thing, too. We just don't match up good with that team. Hey, look, there mm-hmm. is no team that is a good matchup against them. No, there's not. That's true. <laughs> you that's know, true. Like the, the only, the only the thing Raiders? I can say... <laughs> the Raiders have a ton of speed. They're only beat... The Raiders are falling into the same trap that everybody in the AFC East did for 20 years. They they literally built their team to beat them and nobody else. Yeah, and I hope mm. the Bills don't fall prey to that this offseason. I hope they don't say, oh, we have to do everything just to beat Kansas City. No. Well, um, Sean Geron was on with McAfee today, and McAfee was ready to run through a wall for him. Really? Oh, oh McAfee interviewed uh, McDermott today? Yeah. Nice. I'll have to pull that up. All right. Was, like Dude, was, he, fired up with, uh, was he fired up for him? Was he fired up yeah. after the interview? Yeah. Nice. I love McAfee's great. He just he just enjoys it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, did you see like the one where Colin Cowherd, Colin Cowherd – they said McAfee's not a journalist. He said that's a compliment. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> yeah. Like that's good. What's <laughs> well, like yeah, I I'll did that the other that. night on the show. Um, I I basically just ran over the uh, hockey writers and the people that write about the WNHL that nobody fucking knows exists hmm. until Barstool got involved in it. I'll have to read that. Hey, listen, guys, I, I hate to go, but I got to go. I got to get out of here. for the while. That was fun, Chuck. Have a good night. That was a spirited show yeah. tonight. That was good. Gentlemen, have a good weekend. Yeah, we'll, yeah, what, we'll be what talking. Are we, uh, doing this again? Uh, maybe next week. Yeah, but sounds good. Yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a spirited show, man. That was good. That was one of the best ones we had, yeah. I think. All right, buddy. Nas Have a good brings, weekend. Nas brings Nas brings a different element. He does, yeah, and that's fine. No, it's like I tell, kept telling him, you know, when and I like understanding, it. and I and that's why I was mm-hmm. listening. I said, let's let's talk it out, you know, because you can't jump to conclusions on those things, you know. So, yeah. All right, hey, man. Bud. Have a good one. We'll talk. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. You too. All right. Bye bye.